You're listening to Dead in Sports, the place where sports opinions collide. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me, as usual, is BZ430. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yep, make sure you guys check out Dead in Gaming, the podcast. You know, drops every Friday. Um, and you can catch that on live. wherever. You, you can catch it live on Dead yeah. on Twitch, on yep. the Twitch channel. Live on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv. We'll have all the links uh, available for you guys to check out. Um FIFO. What'd it do? Said it 24-7. Yep, FIFO 24-7. Uh, Dead in Hip Hop is the mic still on. Make sure you guys check that out uh, to hear him talk about everything outside of sports, too. And uh, Mr. Disrespect. I mean, you could call me Mr. Dis- no Disrespect or Mr. Disrespect, depending on what side of the fence you're on. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you could check me out. Um, not also talking about sports on No Disrespect, the podcast that I host along with uh, Swaf. Um, at NDR five one three on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, and I'll be on there. Uh, Great uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all want y'all want to hear the truth about R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you know, <laughs> that's all we speak in is truths. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, can unfiltered. You know, <laughs> the inhibitors are are off. You know, um, so yeah, so check that out, man. And it's a it's a really dope podcast. So they be talking crazy. So I'm sure you guys will, <laughs> will really enjoy that. <laughs> But um, but yeah, man, we got um, you know, at the time of this recording, we got the game on. It's uh, Golden State Warriors uh, playing the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the Warriors up forty three thirty. This is before they get boogie back. It's uh, the end of the first quarter. So uh, at this rate, it looks like Golden State about to put up fifty in a quarter. Fifty in the first quarter. You know, it's just, it's just like, what are you gonna do with it? And that's without boogie. So uh, so long way to go in this one. So um, you know, if you guys hear us screaming or anything like that you'll know why um but we're gonna um get into the nfl but we're gonna talk about Kyrie and the things he had to say we're gonna uh briefly hit on uh caitlin kyler murray um you know the president uh that man in the office um what else what else do we have on the list um lakers oh yeah yeah, yeah. Lakers. the lakers so, um, so yeah, man, a lot of that stuff, man. But, yeah, we're going to start uh, with the NFL. Um, we're going to kind of do it like we did last time, man. We're going to just give overall general thoughts of the games from this weekend. Uh, we're going to go through the teams that are out. So, we're going to do in and outs. We're going to go through the teams that are outs. And then we're going to go through uh, – look ahead to the to the next weekend and um, give our thoughts on who will be going to the Super Bowl. So, let's start with Saturday's games. Um, uh, the Chiefs versus the Colts. I didn't even know this game was on. I forgot about it. Um, and I just happened to get on, the, on my computer and look the ESPN. I was like, oh, shit, the game on. You didn't even need to watch it. Uh, you know what? It was actually uh, – I did. I did because I wanted to see Mahomes uh, in his first playoff appearance. He um he was off for that game. You know, he missed a lot of throws he would normally make. Um, you know, maybe that's a credit to the Colts' defense. But – you know, they were able to control the ball. The Colts were completely out of sync. I don't know what happened with them. Um, luck played terrible. And um, what was interesting to me as that game started to to go on and unfold was, you know, it definitely seemed like it wasn't a Colts day, especially when, when the kicks were missed, the field goal was missed. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then But then it seemed like what happened to the Chiefs in the past started to happen in this game when there was a fumble that they had. Um, there was a fumble that uh, Tyreek Hill got had, and then the Chiefs recover. And then there was 
the was it an interception or a fumble that the Colts recovered, and then D Ford uh, made Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck fumble. So the Colts never could get momentum. So yeah. all of those bad breaks that they used to get back in the deck back in the past. You know, Came they managed to get home. over them. Yeah, yeah, so they managed to get over the hump, man. And um, I thought it was a well-played, controlled game by Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, because he still had – I mean, he still had like – 278. Didn't have, he didn't have four touchdowns, but, yeah, mm-hmm. two, yeah, like 270-plus yards, mm-hmm. um, no interceptions. You know, he ever he able to manage the game very well. He was still – yeah, he, he could have had some throws. I know he wished he would have some throws coming back, but first playoff game, you know, that's, it's, that's, it's, that first game, a lot of drops early. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, I think you everybody. Yeah, I think they come off their bye. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, it it's like, you know, they drops. probably had to get a little bit of nerves still. I had to get some of that rust off. I think, man, Chiefs going into, well, okay. But, yeah, yeah I think, yeah, we get there. But, yeah, that, that I, I thought Mahomes, look, I've been, you know, I've been critical of Mahomes mm-hmm. the first year because I'm like, look, <laughs> we got to wait till he's going to play in the bright lights. And I'm like, okay. He broke the curse. He, I mean, you know, yeah, as, he brought, yeah, first home game in since 1985. No, 93. 93? Joe, Joe Montana. So yeah. it was Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah, Joe Montana. Okay, wow, man. That's first crazy. Home, first home, home win yeah. playoff game since my, Joe Montana. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, look, okay. Mahomes. Okay, he's he's he played good. B, he played look, good. Look, look, me, me, me and Nick, <laughs> while y'all was recording that in, uh, that in gaming, uh-huh. we were kind of talking. And at the end of the day, I, I, I get – Having players, you know, kind of go through the paces, go 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 through the ringer, right? To, to know, be able to show improve. I thought this was gonna be the the butt kicking. You know how you know how we talked about. I thought this game was gonna be the butt kicking that he probably was gonna get. But here, but. And, and, and remember what I said earlier. The reason why I don't think that his his journey is going to be the same as everybody else's is look at his head coach and look at everything that's around him, mm-hmm. right? That's gonna take some of that butt kicking out of it. Right. Because we've seen it throughout the season. Andy Reid going up to Mahomes. Hey, what are you seeing? What are you this? What are you that? How many head coaches do you see do that? What a young coach? They don't do that. Right. And then, like I said, from the beginning of this season, he jumps off the screen. He jumps off. It does not take long to evaluate talent that jumps off the screen like that. I knew he was going to be successful. I knew that he wasn't going to be, you know, it was going to be four, five, six, seven touchdowns, right. Patrick Mahomes. Right, right, right. Because playoffs is intense. Playoffs, playoffs is, is way intense. more intense. This is the first game yeah. that, that, that in your young career that you're going to have like right, that. Right. I get it. I knew that the nerves and all of that, he wasn't mm-hmm. going to be regular Patrick Mahomes, but it, his talent level is so high and he has so much around him. That it's it's almost impossible for him to fail. Now the game that he might get his butt kicked is this one coming up. Right. Well, yeah. let's we'll get to that. Before, yeah, before we get to that, let's talk about these Colts because I was one the of the Colts you picked. Yeah, the Colts that I picked, mm-hmm. and I I I, I felt oh, like, I went one for three, so I'm not even you know. Well, on you the reason why, because and this is what I was talking to FIFO about earlier was the fact that like. It, it, it goes to more of a congratulations to Mahomes, but also, like, I picked the Colts because they were the most balanced team in the AFC left, in my opinion, as far as they can they can run the ball, play good defense, and they had a great quarterback who can, you know, make any throw that you can possibly think of. However, the one thing that I should have thought of before I even picked it is that, is this a dome team or is it not a dome team? Mm-hmm. That's You know, obviously the record is, as far as dome teams going outside, especially in inclement weather, it's, it's not on their side. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I just realized that they drafted Quentin Nelson in the first round of this year's draft, right? Which means that they had a horrible season the year before, which means they had a easy, you know, game schedule, NFL schedule this season. Mm-hmm. So that run that they went on where they were the hottest team in the NFL, 
kind of was a little padded when they when you look at the wins and losses Which that they I had. Which I pointed out in terms of the defense that they were getting credit for in terms of having the number one defense. Granted, I mean, you play yeah. who's on your the, schedule. The opponents they was yeah. going but in the playoffs, like, you're playing against the, the best of the best e- mm-hmm. out on either side of the ball. So I made a mistake, but I also made me think, like, on top of that, Andrew Luck looked horrible that game. And granted, the Chiefs had the best pass rush as far as sacking the quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Most sacks. Um, most sacks in the league. So make, that obviously uh, had to de- uh, he had to deal with that a lot because he got strip fumbled and then right. he, um, he got sacked and hit like about eight times. But at the same time, there, if he was supposed to be in the MVP conversation, that game shows you why he's not or why he's not the MVP and why he probably shouldn't even been considered it. Well, they already determined MVP once the regular season. Though. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but people made the case like he's having to come yeah, back yeah, yeah, player yeah. of the year. Well, he well, might, well, he's I give him come back. I give him come back 36, 39 30 touchdowns. Down touchdowns. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And they started one and five. Yeah. Like and they made the playoffs off right. of that. Like right. he has to be if your quarterback and and let, let's be honest, he put up numbers in that right. Thirty nine touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Mm-hmm. He has to be in a conversation. Maybe not the front runner. Maybe not even number two. I give you. I, I give you the case for that. Right. Like I say, he's fourth. Okay, that's fine, and, and and that's very arguable, right? Like you can make a case either way. However, he has to be in that top five MVP conversation. Has to. Yeah, but looking at him, it's like. His and I've seen uh, other commentators mention it. His arm looked very flat throughout that. You know like what? He I wish- wasn't. He didn't have that. Pop- and obviously, you're looking at Mahomes, who's slinging it any That's, any way he can, can it. in the snow. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what's going on? Well, I wish they'll make up their minds. It's either his arm is back or it's not. They who like the the media the media, media. The, the media like early when the season started it, it was, was like, like he's back yeah 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 mm-hmm. especially when, well well when they started off slow it was like man something ain't right he ain't throwing it down the field especially in the preseason he ain't throwing it down the field you know he's not uh, you know he's not attempting any any uh you know his arm doesn't look like it has a strength the same strength and then I think the week after and I forgot it was like week four or five he threw it like forty or fifty times mm-hmm. and they were like oh okay I guess the arm is fine. But you got to look. It and was, now his arm's bad is it, what they're saying? I mean, he just had surgery on it not too long ago, and it was outside in the cold. So that may affect how he, you know, the motion and everything going yeah, on. Yeah, and he missed two years, right? Like, literally, he damn near missed two years. So it, it's kind of like the, the, the nerves we were talking about with Mahomes, right? Like, he hasn't been there in a while. Well, he shouldn't have any nerves. He just played one last week. We, we understand that. We understand that. But also, let, let's be honest. Has, has Andrew Luck had the most playoff success? He hasn't. He has a losing record in the playoffs. To a certain degree. But he, we'll get to that. Yeah. I want to talk about the throw. I don't know if you guys, the side-on throw. Yeah, man. man. To, to Travis Kelsey. Man, Yeah, we look, were just talking about that, too. Yep. I, I just, like, I know a lot, the, the you know, throughout the season, they hyped up a lot of his throws, and the no-look deserved a lot of it, but some of the other ones, like, okay, that throw. <laughs> Did you see the pre, uh, I know you probably, most people don't watch like, this. what the hell? Did you watch the pregame at all where they were doing interviews and stuff? He was talking about, who was he interviewed? He was interviewed by someone. Um, and they were just talking about, like, how did you make that, you know, no-look throw? He was like, well, I was looking at the safety, and I saw my guy making it. He was making a shallow cross, and I didn't want him to, to, I didn't want to tip the safety over, so I just threw it. And, like, he, he did it again, and it literally hit a target, like, right on the field. And I'm like, how the hell are you that accurate by just looking it away? And how can you get how can you that throw power. that power, that precision right. to where it looks like off, I'm looking at off you? Off your peripheral vision. Exactly. Like that's crazy. And I'm like He threw a slider. That's what I, it's baseball. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. I mean baseball. <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah. 
I, I watched it over and over again. I just, I was just like, what in the hell? You see how the offensive line, he tried, usually they teach you to put your hands up to block it. He saw it come out the side. He didn't know what to do. He, was, he looked like the traffic man. Like, I, yeah. it was, that kid is going to be the reason why, if they do go deep, it's because of him. I can't even say Andy Reid. Like, it's just mostly because mm-hmm. of the kid. That would be crazy if they get to the Super Bowl, man, yeah, and man. they win it. But, yeah. like, that's but, crazy. But to, to me, it's not that crazy, right? Because we've seen another dynamic quarterback go far very early. His name's Colin Kaepernick. When he took over, mm-hmm. he was dynamic. Now, he had a strong arm. It, it ain't Mahomes because he because he wasn't that accurate. He mm-hmm. couldn't read the field like that. He mm-hmm. couldn't throw no look passes. Right? He mm-hmm. couldn't sidearm. Like he had limitations compared to Mahomes, but they were both super explosive. Right? For different reasons, and we saw him carry the Forty ers very far. Right? Regardless of whatever mm-hmm. talent was around him, the head coach. Regardless. So so to, that's not surprising to me. I t- look. Everybody listening right now, I told you guys very early in the season, the only other thrower of the football that I've seen that I've been more impressed by has been Aaron Rodgers. And I didn't even want to do it and put, and say that so early because it was too damn early. But I feel like I'm I'm validated now. Like this, to, He is the best thrower of the football in the NFL. I'm not going to say he's the best quarterback yet mm-hmm. because that encompasses a lot of different type of detail that he still has to get better at we'll pre-snap see. and all of that type of stuff. But talent, arm, t- and ain't nobody, ain't nobody touching this guy, including Aaron. If he can beat Brady, he probably is, he's uh he's gonna be in that top slot. All right, Cowboys, Rams. What you got? Something else, be? Nope. Oh, okay. I was looking at the scores. I was looking, pulling up the uh, scores. Cowboys, Rams. All right, I'm gonna that start. was a great day because Cowboys was. lost. <laughs> it was a good day because Cowboys <laughs> lost, and I picked the Cowboys. I picked them too. Uh, yeah, I was wrong again. And you know what I was oh, telling? I picked the Rams. Yeah, 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 you don't. You don't, don't I mean, you know, we don't care, B. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Cowboys, man, like I, I thought that defense was ready. I thought, you know, uh, the Rams, you know, the rumors of Gurley was hurt. No, he was actually hurt. But who knew C.J. Anderson was going to come out there and just run, you know, like he was Gurley? Mm-hmm. Like the Cowboys should be a, a damn shame to themselves. The Cowboys. That, that's what tired. me and Nick were talking about. It, it seemed like the like both because obviously Gurley didn't have that many attempts, but when he did, both him and C.J. Anderson looked like they were shot out of a shotgun. Dude, Gurley, yeah. Gurley yeah. averaged seven point two yards a carry, dude. That's crazy. It, it seemed, he only had like five runs. The first run he mm-hmm. did was like fifty yards touchdown. I'm like, I mean, if you was, look at the hole that that offensive line created, it was like they got six yards off rip before they even got touched. C.J. Anderson, he had you know twenty three carries and he still averaged more than five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. He was balling. Like mm-hmm. it was like the Cowboys didn't even game plan for him and was like focused on Gurley. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Zeke can do anything. Nope. He you know, and Cause them two big boys in the middle was like they wasn't having it. Nope. Yeah, it it was funny because when the game started, yeah, you know they drove down the field, they got a field goal, defense did his thing. Cowboys drove down the field, you know, Amari caught that touchdown, he raced to the end zone, and I was like, I, I was feeling I was, good then. Yeah, but. I was like, damn, is that <laughs> that coming out of shell? <laughs> I was feeling good then, and it was just all downhill from that boy. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't run the ball, man. Zeke only forty-seven yards to a two point four yards a carry, like. Can't do that, man. If you shutting down, I mean, but I think the Rams must. They probably game plan for that really good, and it was like, look, if we can neutralize a somewhat shut down Zeke, we we'll be good in this game, and they did. I mean, shout out to the Rams. I I knew they was going to do it. Yeah, but I I think going back to what you just said a few seconds ago, uh, FIFO is uh, Sue. 
Soup played a good game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the the, the stats may middle. not be. Yeah. But, man. Yeah, the he, stats didn't show, but, like, the intangibles mm-hmm. did. Man. Like, yeah, he made a difference. He definitely made a difference. Yeah, he did. And I was I was really impressed with this game, man. And I felt, I, you know, I, I was happy for him considering, like, he gets a lot of mm-hmm. criticism in the media because he was a knucklehead earlier and doing kind of crazy stuff. And people often don't, because he doesn't put up a lot of gaudy stats, um, don't recognize like the impact that he has mm-hmm. on the game just by mm-hmm. being there. Yep, because you got double team that big old yeah, yeah. that big old rocker, strong as hell. Yep, but you you saw it, you saw it in that game, and and he blew up a lot of plays in in the backfield. So um so yeah, man, I guess the most overrated, uh, underrated coach in the NFL, nah. and, and and Garrett, he had a bad day at the office. I would say it? this, I was ready for this, <laughs> I was ready for this. I and as a Giants fan. I don't even. Not even as a Giants. I just don't like the Cowboys in general. But I can't deny new information. I always have to make my best the decisions I make off of new information. Since 2014, the Jason Garrett and the Cowboys have won the East three times. Uh, in 2014, obviously, uh, 2016, and, and this mm-hmm. year, of course, he is two and three in the playoffs in the last five seasons. That playoff win percentage is better than Andy Reid, Bill O'Brien, and John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. He's not that bad. He's not that he, bad. And I was just, you, and I was telling, okay, okay. And I was telling FIFO this. Look, I was like, wait. if you look, look at, because we were talking about when you look at the Cowboys and you looked at the offense, because obviously Dak, you know, he showed up. He he was there early. He had to, you know, he had the mm-hmm. game. Uh, yeah. He started off the game with a touchdown to Amari, but then it died off after that. And it's like I'm looking at this and I'm like, is this offense really more about? Jason Garrett's lackluster play calling, or about this is the best that I can do with this type of. Yeah, Romo too, and and Romo he took and Romo they that was the controversial catch rule call. That was the whole thing that set up. Did his two wins yeah. come under Dak or Romo, or did he get one with one with? He Dak? got one with Romo. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing I learned about statistics when I was in college, right? <laughs> yeah, you can make him say anything. All right, so but, that no, but, sounded good. But those are facts. I, but those I, are facts. He when you win your division three out of five times. When you, uh, but we also can't your playoff, deny history too. But, but 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 hold on, Ken. Like like we also have to we have we have to add context. I think context is what makes facts and numbers and things make sense. In the context of it, right? We throwing them all out there. We throwing all in, all the names. On. I got one more. Everything. In out the, there. And, and in that five seasons, he's only had one losing record, and that was when Romo got hurt. And that's when the that was the draft before they got Zeke Look, and, J- and uh, Dak. Jason Garrett. Is a good head coach, not a great head coach or championship head We're coach. We're gonna say good. Good. He's good. He's good. Okay. He's above. He's above average. I, okay. He's I, above average. I, I so to me, that. that's good. I had right? to deal with Marvin Lewis for twenty something years. He's a good <laughs> head coach. <laughs> so so he's so, better than Marvin Lewis. Better than him. When you look at their rosters that Jason Garrett has had, the most dynamic offenses that he's had were under Tony Romo, mm-hmm. uh, who was a tight end. Jason Witten. Jason Witten. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Miles Austin. Burke. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he had guys out there, right? Those were the most dynamic offenses because Tony Romo was dynamic, right? Tony Romo, Houdini in the pocket, can escape, sidearm throws, you know what I'm saying? Throw downfield, make plays. He was that type of quarterback. So it, 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 it was a good marriage between Tony Romo's talent and Jason Garrett coming in as a head coach, right? When you look at this squad, the way it's constructed, they are limited. Dak is a limited quarterback. There is a particular way that they have to win, and Jason Garrett can't necessarily overcome that. 
He has to coach to their strengths. Dak Prescott, remember, and remember like a week or two ago, um, I, I, I talked about being a truck or a trailer. Mm-hmm. And Dak is a trailer. He's not a truck. He ain't pulling all of that. He ain't pulling all of the luggage. He ain't pulling all of the baggage. He can't do that. So he's only going to take you as far as he can go. I'll put it to you like this, Ken. You know what Dak Prescott is? He's the black Alex Smith. He's good enough to win you games, Mm -hmm. which is going to get him paid. He's good enough to get you to the playoffs. He might win you a game, maybe two. Maybe, you know, depending on how much is around him, maybe how great the defense is, maybe he could get you to a Super Bowl. But when you need him to win you the game, it ain't going to happen, man. That's not what I'm hearing. He's not special. And and I would say Jason Garrett is – he coaches like he he coaches like Andy Dalton plays. Like if if everything if everything good around him, like he has to have a lot of great pieces around him to succeed. If he doesn't have that, he is not going to coach you out of a horrible yeah. situation. He doesn't. That's true. He's not going to call a timeout, throw some X's and O's, and be like, "All right, execute this play. We win the game." Like it, it really. And I know it looks like I'm blaming everything on Dak, but in this league, we've seen we've seen what mediocre quarterbacks can take you, and we've seen where great quarterbacks can take you. And based off that Cowboys game, you saw what a mediocre quarterback can do for your team. And that's get you a touchdown and everything else is up in the air. Mm, let's go to Sunday. Mm. Who, who who plays Sunday? Uh, Patriots and, um, Patriots oh, and Chargers. Geez. So we didn't even get a <laughs> oh chance to God. see He's this game. Man. That was during while we were here. Yeah, you ain't need to watch that one either. None of the AFC games you need to watch. But that was frustrating, and a half though. Time. Like, this, this, is, this is, again, me picking against myself because I, I, I came on this program and, yeah, and I picked the Chargers. This is the game. The I game the started at like one oh five. I went I turned it on at like coming to two o'clock and I'm like, it's twenty eight to seven already. I like, said the Chargers <laughs> weren't really about nothing. And we did. We did actually. Because remember we were like they ain't for yeah. real. Because they was beating a whole bunch of cupcakes. Right. And then yeah. they, they beat uh, a rookie QB in the playoffs that they played what two weeks before. You know, so what's so difficult with that? You know, and they may have swayed me a little bit because I know y'all out there listening like, yeah, Kim, but you said, you know, when they came back and and uh, against the Steelers, which turned out to be fool's goal. Uh, because the they, Chiefs. Yeah. And then the Chiefs thing, they came back mm-hmm. and, and, you know. And I, they used I, room for it because they had a bro coach. And then, you know, I switched yeah. because they had a, a, had a brother. But he made us look bad. He made us look bad going up there like that. And then, and then you know, after the fact, I found out, like, you know, I hit up Kyle because he watched it until halftime. He turned it off. And found I was like, because I thought the defense, I thought the defense was going to show up. They didn't touch them. It reminded me of that Texans game when you, when uh, one of you guys said that Watt and and Clowney didn't even have an impact on the game. Ingram and Bosa didn't have an impact on the game because they was and, playing zone. And then I, and then I heard that, and there was no blitzes. There was nothing. You got to put pressure on Brady. And then I found out they were playing seven or six DBs. What the hell? That's all because that's that's the game plan they had with Baltimore. When it came to defending Lamar Jackson, they had to play more safeties and DBs to keep up with him. And how does that make sense when you play that because, same idea or strategy against me- Brady? Remember when I was telling That's you about? What I remember when I was telling you about the Rams and how they were like they started off with eight and or something like that? And I was like they and they were just doing all types of crazy gadget plays and all that. And I'm like they're only doing this because no one has stopped them, no one has beaten them doing this. So they're gonna keep if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The Chargers have gotten to this part of the season. With that same defensive scheme, and they was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. With Brady, you got to play those receivers, man. Because first of all, them receivers ain't—they're not gonna beat you on the outside. Right. They—they they, if you if you press them, and the one thing about Brady was he's a stickler of his timing. If you press them and take him a second off or whatever, that could change up a whole you know 
series or even a hold down. So the fact that they play zone, I looked at Brady. I remember one time he snapped the ball. He made him a, a fish fillet sandwich. He <laughs> he called Giselle, checked on the kids. Then he threw the ball to a touchdown. And I'm like, how, like, how are y'all giving him this much time? It's Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of this era, and you giving him five years to throw a football? It was like this. And then in the second half, you don't change up? Right. Yeah, that, that hurt my heart, man. And and that that's definitely a coaching loss. And um, and I, I just thought this was going to be the playoff of first. You know, uh, Mahomes upheld his part, you know, and Rivers didn't. You know, he, he didn't close. He didn't but, seal the deal. And then that's why and that's why that stat stood out to me the most. It's like if I've never beat – it's like this is how the Chargers – the Chargers are the Toronto Raptors of the NFL. They look, good, like through, they look good throughout the regular season. They might have a coach of the year type of coach. But the players that they have, their, their DeMar DeRozan is – Obviously, Philip Rivers. He's been there for the longest. For for he's hold he's held down that organization, and he's been a professional. I can't deny that. He seems to galvanize his team. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being clutch, and when you need him the most, he disappears. But it, but, uh, but, but can we say not he, yeah all the time? Just against yeah. Brady, because that's what uh, I mean. Yeah, that's because yeah, I mean. he has not just beaten like, Brady in the playoffs. Playoff just like he dis- all. just all. like DeRozan disappears for LeBron. That's what yeah. I mean. that's what I mean by that. That's, that's his okay, and 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 that's with different coaches too. You yeah. know, so now yeah. we have to look at him. But he can only go out there and and play the plan, game plan that he's given. But you know, ah, man. It, it's such a tough thing, right? Because it's kind of like in the NFL, especially at certain positions like quarterback. You get rid of Philip Rivers, who you get? No, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's 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 that slippery slope. Okay, fine. You have never beaten Brady. Who are we gonna get to do better than you? I mean, you just mentioned uh, how uh, Andy Reid has struggled in the playoffs with Alex Smith and whoever else he had back there. He get Mahomes, and all of a sudden. He, he get a, he get a win, you know, and and so is there, there's not a Mahomes for the Chargers. No, but but, but, but let's that. be honest though. Andy Reid went to like for a whole decade. He went to like six NFC championships. Yeah, yeah, like, five, five, yeah. Five, yeah. Like five, five or six. So 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 let's be honest. As long as you got talent, Andy Reid could get you somewhere. Alex Smith is very mediocre. McNabb wasn't mediocre. Mahomes ain't mediocre. Vic was not mediocre even when he came back from the prison stint. That's the difference, and I'm not and I'm not calling Philip Rivers mediocre because yeah. he's way better than mediocre. It's just Tom Brady and the Patriots are his kryptonite. He, he, he's not that guy. Just like to be honest, it, he Andrew Luck is going on that Philip Rivers path, whereas like you see the talent, you see the the intangibles, but for some reason, when it comes to certain games or the game against the guy that you need to be the man, you got to beat the man type games. It, it, it just like but I'm we've not seen there that, yet. But we've seen that out of Peyton Manning, right? We've seen that out of Peyton Manning, and we say that Peyton Manning is a top five all time. And I say the best pre-snap quarterback ever, right? Like it's not even close. I don't care what Tom Brady does. Pre-snap, uh, Peyton Manning's the best, but he struggled against Tom Brady. He did. You know, he struggled against the Chargers. Philip Rivers got a couple wins against Peyton Manning, but at the end of the day, because he's won, it, it hasn't really tarnished his legacy. But you, yeah, but I guess, I guess what kind of frustrates me is that all year long everybody kept saying man Chargers best roster in the NFL Super Bowl team man mm-hmm. look out for the Chargers mm-hmm. soon as uh soon as they pay, play Brady Colin jumped off the bandwagon like he jumped off that motherfucker he quick. sure did he was he like sure oh did. yep yep you know, I'm sell- yeah. yeah he sold all what did he say I'm selling all my stock mm-hmm. you know 
and jumped off the Chargers bandwagon when he been telling us they were the, they were the they shit were the all shit, season. Yeah. Be- and it's because it's because of who he's playing against. It's because of Brady. And when you are now eight and zero, I mean zero uh, and eight, zero and nine now, zero nine, something eight before, something like that. It's like when you have him, and it's it's the same guy. It's like the everything else changes, but just like your team, everything else changed, but you, it's the same guy. There's, and we know the game plan for years now. If you look look at the Giants games, look at that Philly game last year, like you know how to beat Tom Brady. You get pressure on him. There's that's the only way. Yeah, that's the only way. Well, they're done. Um, and the nightcap, uh, f- uh, Saints and Eagles. Man, I thought I had this one. I thought I had I thought, this when one. I saw fourteen. I was like, damn, I'm, <laughs> I can't pick football for shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the, hey, but then hey, I went Breeze one and three, back. man. The Breeze, Breeze. Yeah, they, you know what? Playing area, man, it's tough. When I saw the money and the ring and the trophy, whatever stunt that Peyton pulled. went three games. What he had like two hundred fifty yeah. cash or oh, something yeah, like over, that. Over, I, like, oh, I feel it though. I said, oh, that's an L. That's an L right there. No, you can't you know play gimmicks like that, no, man. But, this is football. But you man. know what's brilliant about that? But that's it, real. It goes with both audiences on that team because some people in that locker room just about that money. And some people in that locker room, they want to win. You appease both audiences. Like, you could, like, if, just give me three coach games. How you been you going to get paid. The people listening who are trying to get paid, you're going to get paid because everybody on the roster get $200,000 plus. You don't need gimmicks. And then everybody and get a ring, too. But how is that a gimmick and trick, though? Kim? It is. It's that's, like, that's motivational. Look, look. You, you, it's motivational. Why do you need motivation to win a Super Bowl. Whoa, what do you mean? The coach's job is to motivate you and get you up for the next task at hand. And also, it's it's also about simplifying it. Simplification. At at the bare bones, three games. Have you won more than three games this season? We just need three right now. I bet he walked in there and kicked all that shit down. He put a damn you need motivation because black it's a, towel over that shit. That shit almost cost him the game. You need motivation not only because it's a long season, but also because of your opponent. When you think about the Super Bowl, you think about this long, you know, Goliath type journey. But when you break it down, like FIFA was saying, the simple like, bro, it's just one, two, three. We worried about our opponent week to week, and we execute. That's yep. all you got to okay. do. And go and get this, this money. This go, di- go direct deposit this money sure, right here. Motivate this I, extra money right here. I also remember there was a lot of criticism thrown at. The Jaguars and the Steelers last year for looking ahead. How is this different? Because that was regular season. That wasn't that wasn't playoffs. And this is the play and and this is the playoffs and the stakes are as even the, higher. As the number one seed. You can't you can't win two and three if you don't win one. But they're the number one seed. Exactly. And here's the thing. Ken, Ken, you can you can do certain things like this when you have a generational quarterback. And you know you're gonna show up. You you can do you can look. There, there's a certain way that you're supposed to operate and say and do things, but guess what? When you could throw no look passes, type shit like that is is, is just thrown out the window. Breeze ain't through. Okay, I'm well, not I'm saying sorry. breeze, I, yeah, I know. I'm but sorry. I'm just saying breeze is up there. Breeze is breeze is top two court. No, top I got three you. Quarterbacks I got you. I, you know, I jumped ahead. I you jumped know, in. so so at the end of the day, when you have a guy like that, you don't necessarily follow conventional wisdom, just like LeBron. Right, and I know we're gonna jump into it, but you see how them Lakers look, especially against them Cavs. The Cavs are the worst team in the NBA. Lakers, I would say Phoenix might be doing okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the one top three worst teams in the NBA. Right, yeah. right. The Lakers, especially in that game, looked as bad as Cleveland, and uh, it's only one guy. Right. It's literally one, one guy. guy. Yes. Either way, congrats to the Saints. Great comeback, but 
when he missed that field goal and left that window open, I was like, oh, Foles about to do it again. Man, I was. The magic I was, ran out. Mm-hmm. We th- I thought, that voodoo. I told y'all. I thought it was. I against myself. I thought I the worst, the, the player that couldn't come back to his, the, the city he's playing in was the kicker from Chicago. Alshon Jeffrey might need to pack his bags. I don't know how the hell you don't catch that. They, he won him went, a Super Bowl. They're going to be all right with Man, you, he cost him a Super Bowl run, though. He did, but it, it, it wasn't him. Granted, man. it wasn't like a touchdown, but it was like you, you know, you mm-hmm. still keep the play going. Like, this the man, t- he what did he say? He had the best hands in the league. Yeah, some I'm telling you, somebody was at home. And they had that doll out, and they, and they hit that pin. They, they, they took that pin and started stabbing at them hands, and he let that shit go. Mm, man. And that was the game. You know, I, I was like, oh man, they about to do it again. And I would have felt bad for Breeze because you know, Fold Philly, they got their thing, man. I, I, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with, with the Saints. It would have been tough to see them get all the way here and then lose the first yeah, game. Yeah, just because of the Breeze story. Like he, like he, I feel like everybody's kind of championing him a little bit this season as far as – Well, you got to at least win one game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how I would. This was supposed to be like your magical run. This is kind. Of, this is their. This is the like that run the Spurs had when they lost to the Heat, mm-hmm. and then they came back. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, this is everybody's feeling the same way about this. Yeah. So anyway, so let's let's talk about the teams that are out of the playoffs and uh, maybe one or two things that they need to do. So we're gonna go backwards. What um, What are the, the the Eagles? What's next for the Eagles? Uh, they need to figure out who's their quarterback. They already what know. What do you mean? So, yeah, like, what, nah, give what? me something else. They need to figure out who's their quarterback. Carson Wentz. Next question. Yeah, like, Foles about yeah. to go get money. He about to get paid. Until, Foles about to get paid. For, I mean, the way he was talking, it was like, yeah, I appreciate this. what the city's done for me. And uh, I'm like, oh, he out. And when I heard him say that, he's gone. I'm he's about to get about, paid. I'm talking he's about, about even, if, even if Foles leave. The way Carson been playing, the way he's been hurt. If they, hey, if they talk about, if, if they talk about, if they talk about moving up out of Josh Rosen after one year, they could easily move up out of Carson. They could they trade Carson not, Wentz. What are you? He can't can, can ever they, make an episode. They can, yeah. make, they could trade Carson Wentz. Get no. a, get another quarter. Get a draft pick. Another no. quarterback. No, no. get your backup. How many ifs still have you been drinking, bro? Right. It's not an if. It's an option. No, Carson Wentz is your. There's no option, man. He is the franchise quarterback. He ain't going nowhere. I put it to you like this: How many times can you say the the backup QB has done more than the star? Listen, listen. He's just doing what a backup QB supposed to do. I'm just saying, how many times have you said that ever in the but, NFL? But, but look, Nick, this, 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 it was just unfortunate situations. However, his the name only, is twice, Tom Brady. His on, name is Tom Brady. The only way that you move on from Carson Wentz is if he has back-to-back bad seasons. That's the only That's way. That's the only reason. That's the only way. Because he, he was had, on fire. He, he the reason why the Eagles was so good last year in this rookie year. You, you know what I'm saying? Then why does Nick Foles look better than him behind center? He don't look better than him. He just he doing, don't look better than him? When, when you get a, when no. you, the purpose of you getting Going the backup. Going toe-to-toe with Brady ain't better than the, him? The, backup yeah. of, the, the purpose of getting the backup QB is to be like, okay, look, if something happened to this guy, we can trust this guy to give him the keys, and he can, he can ride the ship. However long we need him to ride the ship, it was just a coincidence. It was to the Super Bowl. I mean, it was that's all I looked he at. He drive the car better than he do. No, he did. He drive the car because no, he he, what they won eleven games before he got injured, and then mm-hmm. like he, come he, on. He, he, here's nah, the he thing. Look, let, let me let me let me. That sound like y'all trying to back up Drew Bledsoe, and I'm talking about Tom. Nah, <laughs> no, nah. Look, no. Look, look, look. Let me let me let me let me explain something. Sometimes, right when you have more more tools in the arsenal, right, you don't. You trying to do too much, and Carson Wentz has way more tools than Nick Foles. I agree, right? He has way more tools than Nick Foles. Nick Foles, right? He has to listen to the coach precisely. Hey, 
This is your number one option. Number two, right. and number three, right. and that's it. And that's it. You got to make this throw. So Nick Foles knows he has to play with a certain rhythm and pace, and and because you know, especially quarterbacks and wide receivers, they got to be on the same page, right? Carson Wentz got better legs. He can move around a little bit more. He can freelance more, right? And he's still young, right? Like he doesn't have all of this experience. It's his second year. Second year. Up his second year. So, so that to me, that's part of the reason why oftentimes Wentz is in there and it's like, damn, Wentz, what the hell are you doing? It's because he knows he got more juice. He knows he got more tools to play with, but it's not, the game hasn't slowed down for him yet. He's not a veteran yet. He's second right. year in. Right. No, I think this is he going into his fourth season. No, it's no, going, going to, to third. third. This this upcoming fall will be his third year. He yeah. went to he the Super Bowl. He was a rookie, rookie last bro. year. He, no, he, he got drafted in 2016. He started out high. This he started out like what five and one, six and zero, oh, and then he lost he was, a lot of games because he was ter- he was six and ten his rookie year. It's his third he, year. The yeah. He was so this is about to be his fourth year. Yeah, he going into his fourth. He going into his fourth year. This was his third. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either way, would you consider him a veteran? Especially with the limited amount of game time he's seen because due to injury, so 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 just because he, he ain't been on the field don't mean he don't take you know he don't know the game. No, and I'm not saying he don't know the game. What I'm saying is the game hasn't slowed down for him yet. When it does, he'll look leaps. He's already to me. I don't. Maybe you need my glasses, but he already looks better than Nick Foles, and he will look even way better he than Nick Foles. He don't look better than Nick Foles in that system. It's a different system they were running for Nick Foles. Carson Wentz had a different system. And I'm telling you, the game isn't slowed down for Wentz yet. It hasn't. All I'm it saying, hasn't. All I'm saying is you, yeah, you, is you, asked, me, you asked me two two things, maybe the quarterback situation, which you need to look at. I say outside of that, they need to um, – I, I think they need to sure up a running back, a, like a legit running back. I know they got Jay Ajayi, mm-hmm. but I think they need to go younger, maybe draft one or maybe um, – Shoot, maybe pick up Le'Veon if he's available. Somebody, some, some type. I don't know if they can afford that, or some type of dynamic uh, aspect as far as run game because they needed a run game. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I think they Sunday. need defense. Personally, I, I think they need to be able to get out the court. Ah, they they need to be able to get after the quarterback oh. a little bit better. A corner too. Um. Yeah. They 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 they, they need they need more playmakers defensively. Mm. You know, offensively they they have more than enough. They have their young franchise QB. I don't think you need to tweak or touch the offense that much. Obviously, any part of any team can be shored up a little bit. But I think for them to take that leap, they have to be more. They have to be scarier on defense, and they're not. Yeah. Uh, Smallwood got to go. Uh, Josh Adams, Jay Ajayi, if they choose to keep him. Uh, definitely more depth in the secondary. Um, and, and that's it. You got anything, B? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, who was the other team that got put out Sunday? Uh, you you said you're going to um, reverse. The Chargers. The Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do, do quarterback. <laughs> do quarterback, same thing. I, you, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm not 100% off of what uh, Mr. Disrespect is saying because – they got to start thinking life after Philip mm-hmm. Rivers at this point. Mm. Yeah, be, be, I mean, be, what's this? Is how many years he been since twenty eighteen o- years? Since oh one, the same as my one, a Big Ben. Yeah, oh one, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, so, so so can he still play? Yeah, he can still make the throws he needs to make, but but he looks old sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I think what what really keeps him competitive is just that fire that he has. Um, and all them kids. Yeah, and all them kids. <laughs> you know, you got to feel yeah, them, I didn't know he had all them kids. Yeah, like, yeah. He got yeah. nine now. Like, yep. he got one on the way. Mm-hmm. But um, I, 
it's tough because they have pass rushing, mm-hmm. right? Um, got a running game. They got a running game. They got receivers. They got receivers. They got a secondary. They got it. So it, it's, linebacker, they could use help, but yeah, but you, like you said, that's just picking and choosing. Exactly at that point, it, it, they're really a, a complete roster. So it, it's it's kind of hard to say. Well, this one thing is going to make them that much better. Yeah, because Connor Henry's coming back, so they'll have that. And Gates said he want to come back, so they'll they'll be depth. Be right. Well, Gates they gonna make sure. <laughs> yeah, he gonna A-A-R- retire. Charger. AARP gonna have to come in and intervene. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, we need so, him. Yeah. So I'll say linebackers. I think linebackers definitely if they plan sit down. But remember what I was telling you, DBs. The the draft where they passed on Mahomes and they got Mike Williams. I'm like that draft might actually come back to bite them because not only is Mahomes in the same division. But you're going to see him twice a year, every year. And every time you're going to be like, damn, we could have got him. It also depends if they were ready to move on for Rivers and play Mahomes. Because if they wasn't, then no. I don't see No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me. Oh, wait, hold on now. Hold on. Remember my early statements about Mahomes. He jumps off the screen. In practice, bruh, you'd have been like, hey, bruh, he love all this shit. How we going to get rid of him? Right, we gotta get him off the roster. You always, right. you yeah, always should, on. you always should be thinking about the next five to ten years. And with with Rivers, it's like two. When did Mahomes got drafted? Rivers is in not playing like Eli, bro. He got, uh, he's not, but he got, he's still sitting at home with Eli too, with no yeah, rings, no he went real to the playoffs. No, and Eli didn't. No, Eli looks bad. At yeah. least Rivers. Yeah, but at least, but but what moments do, can you think? Uh, I think Jason Whitlock said, "What moments can you think about uh, Philip Rivers as far as moments? You you always talk about a." Mm-hmm. a, a a professional uh, player's career is defined by moments. What moments do you think about with, with Philip Rivers when they beat the Colts and he and he played with a um, with two torn ACLs? Yeah, okay, yeah, he that, has that moments. Was, yeah, that, that, and they lost. I thought they lost. Oh, that they game. lost that game. Yeah, they he threw two game. picks in that game too. He has moments. He just what hasn't moments? beaten Brady. Name me one. He just hasn't beaten Brady in the playoffs. Eli beat Brady twice. Big Ben is beating Brady. But Philip Rivers well, like, also well, Philip Rivers beat Peyton Manning in the playoffs. He has moments. He he's it's just you know what his moments haven't continued on to make it a a bigger moment or the biggest moment. But the, his moments fall short. Like his like peers. it's a good moment. Okay, but his he played well, arguably two of the top five greatest quarterbacks who ever played. So did Eli. So did Big Ben. So did uh, Aaron Rodgers. So is Drew Brees. Like they, these are all like these are his peers of his of his elk is what we put him on. This is just the way Phillip Rivers' career seems like it's going to go. And you know, and but I, I guess my question oh, yeah, y'all is, got, y'all got sympathy for him, but not I Memo, don't. I but don't. I'm, I'm gonna keep I, it pushing. Nah, <laughs> I don't have any don't, sympathy. I, yeah, for I don't. But um, but who else was really looking at Mahomes like that outside of Kansas City? There was there, there was, was some teams. teams. There was some there teams. were. It, it just I don't, I don't think, remember. I don't think they were as willing to be as aggressive to move up like Kansas City because at the end of the day, Andy Reid. You know, when when you, when you have a, a a guru like that. And he's like, he's the guy. Right. They're gonna make the move, and I don't think that any of the other teams that were really looking at him, we're looking at him as the guy. Exactly. And they didn't have that offensive genius on on the sideline like that. So yeah, so I can see why Phil, why San Diego would pass up on him, you know. But anyway, uh, Saturday. So Dallas. the Cowboys, yep. yeah, <laughs> a new coach. <laughs> nah, you, you you know honestly. You know, honestly, what I think they need to get better. Receivers. Yes. A, a tight end. Somebody. Tight end. Jarwin's another function. wide receiver. Maybe two wide receivers. Because because Dak is going to need multiple weapons for mm-hmm. them to be, to, to kind of transform what that offense is, right? Because the way that offense is constructed right now, it's run first, and then we're going to beat you with play action, and Amari Cooper is going to create separation. 
what they need to be able to do is to have multiple guys create separation. And then that opens up the run game. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they need to stop having to be, you know, 30 rushes a game. Because when you get behind, how, 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 do, you, how do you win? Right. You got to be able to not necessarily outshoot Kansas City or Drew Brees in them, but you got to be able to put 30 consistently. Like, let, let's be honest, right? Like, if you want to be a Super Bowl contender, you got to be putting up 27 or better a game. Because if you're not, you're just not going to be unless you got, like, a top five defense all time. That's the only way yeah. you can score like 21 to 23 points and still be a, a legit Super Bowl contender. They need more weapons. I think defensively, they're, they're, they're fine. Obviously, their front four is good. Their linebackers are arguably the best in the game. Their secondary can use some help. But overall, like how they're constructed right now, give me a tight end, give me another wide receiver, and, and, and they well, should be, be honest, that much better. Their salary cap. It's it is going, a problem. It's going to be a problem because. But they can draft them. They they can draft the guys that we're talking about. But this season, but they got to save money for drafting too. Of course. One. And then two, this season, Dak is going to be up next year. Zeke. This season also, Demarcus Lawrence. He he was on. He was playing on a franchise tag. This oh, they let him go. I doubt it because he's their best pass rusher. So they going they have to keep him. If you're talking about keeping, if it's money, they'll let him go. How Jerry does take care of his players for the most part. He'll pay. They got. Well, yeah, maybe. I say um, they got Gallup, so it was his rookie year. Uh, maybe get a slot guy to add on to what what FIFO was saying, but um, but I think um, I think they need a backup running back. I think they need somebody to help. Everybody ease, does have a two headed monster. Yeah, to yeah. ease the workload, kind of going what you're saying. If you giving him thirty carries or thirty touches a game, that's too much. So get another guy that can ease the touches um, mm-hmm. for for Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and almost like a change of change mm-hmm. of pace guy, somebody that even though Zeke got hands, but somebody that you know you definitely could line up in the slot, you know, move him around, try yeah. to dictate what the coverage is trying like to do, an Eckler like Eckler or a Cohen mm-hmm. or a Sproles type yep. of guy, yep. somebody like yep. that. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. You you know, um, I don't know what the situation is with uh, Kenyon Drake in Miami, mm. but a guy like that. That's complete change of pace, and also a guy that's multi versatile, right? Like so, because they haven't had a dynamic returner. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So obviously you're, we're talking about a game of inches and feet and all of that. You want you want somebody that is multi versatile. They don't have that. They don't they don't have that game breaker. Amari Cooper was kind of that for them, but I'm talking about that just that pure athlete on the football field. That's like almost like a Tyree kill. You just put him anywhere, he's gonna be electric. They need that guy. All right, the Colts. So they got the QB. Seem to have a running back. They do. Who was they running back? <laughs> Marlon Mack was was. He's all right. Yeah, he. he actually, I've been saying he, he Le'Veon actually, Bell needs to go there, man. He he does. Marlon Mack actually led the I think the league in rushing the last few weeks of the season. He Something averaged like, 110, 115 yards. Le'Veon Bell needs to go there. They need I another. I would perfect, say that's need, a perfect. That's a perfect fit. They need another receiver. I wouldn't be mad if they got a running back. Um, and I think they need. Uh, what else do they need? Well, need is a strong word. Those are the only two positions I think they can that could really bolster that offense. Because right now I think they're good on defense. They're still developing. Like they 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 hit on both their draft picks as far as the linebacker mm-hmm. and Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Darius Leonard, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was maybe secondary thing. help too, but that's about it. Yeah. So so you do you know how many first round or how many picks overall the Colts have in this draft? Mm-mm. So they have first round pick. 
They have two second round picks, a third round pick, two fourth round picks, uh, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh. Get some good stuff in them. So, so it's a defensive every draft. Yes. So they can reload at anything. So whatever holes they have, half of them holes can be filled in in, in just through the draft. And they can trade them picks too. And they can trade. They can sign free agents because they obviously because they ain't really paying nobody. Like they're paying Ty. They're paying Andrew. Who else? That's it. That's it. Everybody else on rookie. Yeah. So so I I I think the Colts are going to be in a situation where they should win the AFC South. Handedly next season, handedly, handedly. Oh, with, the with the Texans. Yes, you, look, look. We the Texans got a lot of problems. Look, we talking about one, two, three, four, five, six picks in yeah. the first four rounds. In the first four rounds, man. That, hey, yeah, but the Texans, their biggest issue this year, and it's been since Deshaun got drafted, is health. Like, if they're healthy, but they were healthy last year. Their issue last year was offensive line. No, but I mean, like, but even then. Oh, yeah, they did have some injuries. Like, Deshaun yeah. was hurt last receivers. year. Receivers. And the receivers, like, well, Will Furl, if he doesn't, if he can't stay healthy for this season, I think you just but, but But if we look at the Colts, right, what's their strength now? Is O line now? Now they can finally protect Andrew Luck, right? Mm-hmm. To, to a certain degree, obviously, you know, against the Chiefs, that that was a little bit exposed. It is what it is. But they, they did lead the, the yeah. league in sacks. However, their O line is only going to get better, right? With another year of experience in um under their belt. We know what Andrew Luck is, franchise quarterback. He needs more weapons. T.Y. is nice, but he's not enough, right? Ebron was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. He ain't going nowhere. But now that defense can really get bolstered. They can find that 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 other weapon outside of T.Y. They can find a running back in this draft. You're talking about six picks in the first four rounds? And honestly, they don't even need – they can go with Marlon Mack. They can go they with can. Naheem. They can. And then there's another they guy. the line. Yeah, there's yep. another running back that they drafted. And, ima- and imagine Jordan Wilkes, I think. And imagine if they do pick up Le'Veon. If they pick up Le'Veon, I'm like, bro, you don't even need to worry about offense. All these, all these six picks in the first four need to go to defense because realistically, Andrew Luck by himself is good enough. You give him, the, you, you put the triplets together. We you got the wide receiver. Yep. You get him Le'Veon, and plus him, they're gonna be able to put up thirty a game. Yep. It's, it's, it's about it's, it's about stopping the other guys. So if out of those six first uh, first out of those six picks in the first four rounds, they use about four on defense. That's gonna be a problem. So what I'm hearing is they should be contending for a Super Bowl next year. Well, well that's I, what they were saying. They were a year early as far as like them. yeah, because this was supposed to be the rebuilding season, right? Yeah. Like getting everything back yeah, and you look and they balled and out. they balled out and. I want to bring back to the to, to whatever week that was super early about setting culture. Look at what that culture is now. Oh, okay. the, I'm just saying. You no, know, no. Let's talk about let's talk about the real reason. What it is? Like I always say, it's about wins and losses. They started winning, and that's when everything changed. But, but no, but at the end of the day, you can't win without setting a winning culture, and that's and that's I, what. Remember happened. what I said in the chat too. I said if they would have tied that game. That that Houston Texans game would have been at home, but it, but, but that's that at the end of the day. That's irrelevant because this was a rebuilding season. And when you rebuild, you're not just rebuilding the roster. You are rebuilding the mindset of these players. You are rebuilding the culture in that organization. You are rebuilding everything. And the fact that they went for it, fine. They didn't win that game. However, they know how they want to play. They know what it is to be an Indianapolis. And I'm, they know what it is to be a damn cult. Okay. <laughs> they know that. And now you can go get Colt guys. Mm-hmm. If you didn't go for that play, if you aren't doing and saying the things in that locker room, what is, quote, unquote, 
occult guy. Now you can go well, get coke. You can guys. say that, but in the in that game against the Chiefs, they didn't they looked dead like them Colts was dead. Like, they I was feel broke, you. They was played the best coach. team in the AFC. Bro. No, they but did. they were not aggressive at all. You see the Chiefs, they were they they went for it on fourth down multiple times in the first half. They played where they the didn't best have team. to. I understand, but they you know played I mean? the best like, team in, in the AFC. At this at this certain point where you'd be like, you know what, this is like we gotta play balls to the wall. Like this this game, we not this Some, isn't the regular season where it's next sometimes week. Sometimes the number one seed is the number one seed for a reason. Man. You know, and it is what it is. And and we, we, we saw why this was supposed to be a rebuild year. I wanted to see the number one overall pick. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> he, you know, yeah, he, he struggled. But he gave, he gave us some, some glimpses. But, you know, he, he definitely feels a lot comfortable. Like, he was afraid he wasn't going to play football anymore, was afraid to get hit. So, he feels good now. So, look out. Um. All right. So let's go. Who going to the Super Bowl? Who, who, who NFC or AFC first? Where y'all want to start? Let's start AFC. Look, go there's ahead. about to be a blizzard in Kansas City. They they talking about Arctic. They talking about negative five or negative ten to fifteen degrees. You know. You know they. You know they call that blizzard. They call it the Brady Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to pick the Chiefs. I, I've, I've been on Mahomes. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in what they got. You know, I, I, I'm big up on Andy, even though you know he he's been a bit questionable in playoffs. But when you been against Tom Brady, it, it's not even Tom Brady at this point. If if, if we were in a dome or 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 the, or the conditions were going to be nice, like in Miami or Hawaii or something, I pick Chiefs all damn day. But because we're talking about the Brady Blizzard. If you if you just close your eyes and think of one team that can win in the worst conditions, you're thinking Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, man. You you just are, and for that reason alone, I begrudgingly pick the Patriots solely because of the weather. Solely. Is it gonna snow? Yeah, it's supposed to be on the field. Supposed yeah, yeah, man, it's supposed, it's supposed to be, be really be, bad. Be, yeah, so that yeah. speed, the exactly, it's nullified. The way that the Chiefs want to attack you is not. You're not, even though Mahomes could get the ball down there. I, I don't care what type of weather is going it's gonna on. Be a hard cold ball coming. It's in. gonna be a hard cold ball. Wide receivers are gonna be a step or two slower. Just naturally, you don't have the footing. I, I just I. How they want to attack, I just don't know how they're going to be efficient in doing it. I just I don't see how the I don't see how the Chiefs do it. I I keep it simple. I'm picking the Pats because white people do better in the cold than black people. <laughs> and and it's going and Mahomes, even though he have white <laughs> the other half, it's going to come out on Sunday. <laughs> I got I got Patriots. I it, know, was, I, it was I got the Patriots. You got the Pats. It was yeah. a little cold uh, last weekend, wasn't it? it was, There's it, some it, snow on the field. Man. I thought that's why he missed a couple of balls. He looked a little. Well, no, the receivers was dropping him. Like it wasn't always because it, it was, was cold, right? Yeah, it was cold, but then like eventually they got to it. Kansas City is a is a is a team that plays in cold weather, right? Aren't they? I mean, Don't yeah, they? All right, but it's just where's Mahomes from? He's from Texas. Texas. That's his, that's where he's from, or that's yeah. where he plays. That's nah, where he, that's where yeah, he's from. So that's from. warm state right there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I, got, I, got, I got the I'm Patriots, you, man. I told you, black people yeah, don't do. Okay. Hey, we don't prosper. That's why you ain't gonna never see a, a black quarterback come out of Alaska. <laughs> we don't wow. do well in the court. All right, so the Chiefs won't be able to run. The Patriots are built for weather like this. Yeah, they. Um, to be honest, the the Pats won against the Chargers by just running the ball too. Right. So, well, you know, we all know they change up their game plan according to the opponent. 
I think Brady is. He said it. He's already put it out. They all said it. The the, the Twitter account tweeting out them uh, uh, video edited videos of first take dissing them. And, yeah, hey. Brady said it. He like, yeah, we all know people saying that we suck. We just yeah. gonna, we gonna see what's I, gonna happen. You, you know yeah. what was funny? If you watch um, Undisputed, right? Anytime Shannon Sharp feels that he has something, he goes. Right, like, like, it's just a he tell. sniffing, yeah. And Tom Brady, when Tom Brady did that, I said, "Oh, damn! You, you studying their film like that? He listen to everybody. He, Tom Brady, ready, man. And and you know, this is the team that never pays play, pays attention to outside noise, but they yep. hearing it all. They hearing he's it. he's on Instagram playing Fifty Cent, playing Fifty Cent, Manny Man. Yep, Fifty Cent even when you, listen, about you it. only listen to get rich or die trying for two things: when you go rob a bank, <laughs> but think or about you need to be motivated song, for a game. Too. Yeah. Many men wish death Man, on, on me. me. Yeah, I know the lyrics. The lyrics, like, so, yeah. So okay, so 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 this is this isn't gimmicky to you. This isn't out the norm. What? 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 what, what, what? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, now nah, you, you over here criticizing Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Well, but this is a man that's motivated motivated by people that's sitting in putting them in their deathbed. But um, so yeah, man, the past, the past, you got the past too. Hell no. No, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Going with I'm his, going with the Chiefs, he man. Going Everybody with, here with the pass. I'm betting on black, baby. I'm betting on black, baby. Again. Even though I saw uh, 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 Mr. Mahomes up there in that booth <laughs> with his queen. He, he was inside and he still had a hoodie he, on. That's how much he on. He, he was in that booth with his blizzard. <laughs> you, you wrong. Come on, man. You, somebody edit that shit out. <laughs> Can't believe you! <laughs> Can't believe you, Ken. Nah, man. I, I think um, Andy. You know, Andy Reid, Belichick. I think is going to come down to them. Uh, the weather is is extremely concerning. Um, and but I I think that defense that that front four, if D four, Justin Houston, Chris Jones, yeah, no, they're strong. Yeah, if they're they strong. can get the pressure. And cause Brady to start tap dancing, it's going to be a problem. They got to hit him. They they got hit in the chin yep. once or twice. Yep. They got to hit him. And then on top of that, if you look at it, like when you're talking about the the Chiefs, what do they don't do that they should do more? Run the ball. And I know Kareem Hunt isn't there, but I already know the Pats gonna force him to run. They gonna he gonna they gonna take away because Tyreek Hill burnt them the, the first game they mm-hmm. played. He three t- three touchdowns over 140 yards or something like that. So they're going to blanket Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. They're going to force him to run the ball. And yeah. Andy Reid does not like running the ball. No, he he, he doesn't. But um, and, and I think there there are two things that happen that can they happen again. Can the Chiefs play defense the way they played in, in the first game? It's unlikely because that's not who they are. Who they are is what they have been over 16 games. And can the the Patriots play another Perfect game, another motivated game again. Um, and based on the history, their playoff performances, this roster, this quarterback, this coach, um, is more than likely. But we also have 16 games of evidence of who they actually are. So if they don't play zone and they're playing man to man, they got a shot. So, but, um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. So I'll be the all ball out on this one. Rams, Saints, NFC. I'm going with the Saints. This is my. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just going with my. I'm sticking with my Super Bowl. Wow. Pick. So, so Saints. So you're not come like you're not, you're not like Colin nah. out here. You're not jumping. You're not selling your stock. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I, I I picked the Saints. I think 
I mean, that voodoo in the dome, that's the best home court advantage outside of Kansas City, I'll probably say. Um, Damn, they do have the number one seed, don't they? Yeah. Got to go through New Orleans. Dang it. So, um, I'm going I'm gonna go with the Saints, even though I don't like the fact that they lost A D tackle uh, in that game against Philly. And also I still don't like the fact that they're kinda one dimensional with wide receivers when it's just it's just Michael Thomas. That's it. And you just hoping Kamara, you know, does his thing and so does Ingram. Um but yeah, I'm gonna stick with Saints that I feel like uh Jerry, the jury's still out on Jerry Goff. I think if you look at that Cowboys game, he's the fifth player that you mentioned as far as like what stood out to you on the uh the Rams. He didn't have the work. Number one seed number one pick though. Eventually but Drew Brees gonna throw up enough points to be like, all right, you're gonna have to because, I mean even though they you know the Rams held the you know the Cowboys to under what hundred yard oh under less than eighty yards that game, if can they duplicate can the Rams duplicate that against the Saints? Against Kamara, against Ingram, if they can the ski do that, mask. <laughs> you still got to deal with Breeze throwing it over the top. It, it, it's it's a it's a little bit difficult. That monster is difficult in uh, Dallas, so I'm gonna stick with the Saints. B, mm. um, you've been on it so far this, these playoffs. I think we go. I think I think we're gonna have a. a a young versus old, and I think the Rams going. I think the Rams going to do. I think they're going to get some get back. I think because they they feel like this is a revenge game for them because they lost to them earlier this year. I think the Saints beat them earlier mm-hmm. uh, in the season, and I just think I think Rams are hyped up. I think they're going to try to get some get back. Um, even though even though I've always said all season that it's going to be tough playing in New Orleans, man. They are like they like the Patriots when they play at Gillette Stadium in the playoffs. It's like yeah. Saints. It's kind of hard to bet against that, but it's like. I just think we're gonna have a young versus new. You know, the young coach, young QB, pretty LA, like all against Tom, the gritty Tom Brady, the Patriots, Bill Belichick. I think that's. I can see that storyline playing out. I'm, I'm just picturing that in my head. So I'm saying the Rams. I think that um, the Saints are gonna win, and the reason why I think that is because I think Sean McVay is gonna get a little too ahead of himself. Mm. I think that um, you know, and me and Nick was talking about it, where. Somebody like Sean McVay has an ego, and we know Sean Payton definitely has an ego. And I can see where if Sean Payton comes out and it looks nice, and we know it could look really nice, mm-hmm. Sean McVay is going to try to look even nicer. And I think that he, in that type of battle, they're going to lose. Because I, I don't think that he's not he's not ready to out-scheme Payton yet. You know what I'm saying? I think he's the next great coming up. You know, I think he I, I think he definitely has the chops to be, you know, arguably the best head coach once, you know, the Belichicks of the world retire and the Sean Paytons and you know, they 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 coach forever. So I don't even know if, if they're gonna be retired, but you know, McVeigh just needs a little bit more seasoning to me. Um and I just you know, to B's point, like in New Orleans, in that dome against Drew Brees mm-hmm. is one of those things that is just hard to bet against. And I'm not betting against it because Drew Brees will carve anybody up. He he just will. I don't, I don't care what type of defense you got. I don't care what's going on on the other sideline. He is the model of consistency. And with him being on the same page with Sean Payton like that, man, I I just think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a lot tougher for the Rams to try to beat them. So I'm 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 going with it because I think Sean McVay, at some point in the game, he's going to outcoach himself. Wow. Okay, that's that's an interesting take. 
And, you know, that Rams secondary hasn't been great. Uh, you know, Marcus Peters talking a lot of trash. Um, and that voodoo, man, we saw it last week. I keep, I've been standing on this program for for years, man. It's real. It's real. But I'm siding with B on this one, man. Um, you know, I think this one was tough because I really looked at both of these teams and I wouldn't mind either one going. And, and when I sat here and looked at them, I'm like, okay, who has the best chance of beating the Patriots? That, that's that's the that's the really the one team that I want to win. Who has the best shot at beating the Patriots? And you could, the Rams. And, I, and, and it, 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 well, hold on, hold on, Ken. So you saying that your reasoning for picking the Rams is the best team to beat the Patriots, and you're not going to go with Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees? You're going to go with 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 young uh, 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 Similac breath. Jared Goff and, and wet behind the ears, uh, uh, Sean McVay? Ah, uh, bro, I don't know I about know, that. I, I, and know. the only teams they faced is the Cowboys. And you saying that as the, if they beat, if they beat, if they beat Breeze, that says another thing. But, but it's all Belichick about how they a, beat him. But Belichick is, a, he, he's a mastermind. Like, he knows exactly what you want to do. He'll take it away. He'll force you to make, he'll force you to use but your left hand. But the Rams can win in a, in a, in a number of different ways. Not really. You don't think so? I, I think I think their best way to run is the, how they won against the Cowboys, is running the ball. If they try to keep the – you think that throwing it across the field is going to be – I think beat, they can win throwing the ball. Beat, beating the Pats? I think they're a very balanced team. Philly did that, and they still almost – They own, the only reason why they won is because of that strip fumble. You know what? The the. I think what we saw with that game, right, was that the best way to beat the Cowboys was running the ball. If they would have had to throw it, they would have. But they beat them in the way – McVay beat them in the way that he thought best. And they kept running it. And they kept running it. They saw and knew something. So if we have – you know, and, and I think it would be fun to get another rematch. You know, because I picked the Chiefs anyway. But I'm just thinking ahead like – you know, oh, Rams and Chiefs. Man, Rams oh, and Chiefs after in the that, Super Bowl. That, after that game that, they had. That's what the NFL wants. I guarantee you. Yeah, of course. The NFL wants Rams Chiefs. I guarantee you they want that. They, they want a they, big LA team. They want they want a Super Bowl where it the score combined is over 100 points. They want that. That because you're talking about selling tickets, selling fandom, selling just the game. That's that's what the NFL wants. Yeah. We're getting a lot of rematches too. We are. Yeah. This is the first time in like over 20 years like the top f- 4 seeds are all in the championship game. Yeah. Um all right, well there you have it, man. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. I, I look, y'all don't bet on me. And I got I'm I'm what two of two of six so far in the playoffs. Yeah, I ain't got anything right. So don't don't put your money on me. And even if I win, I'm not gonna come in here and say I told you so. <laughs> yes, you are. I mean uh uh-huh. <laughs> the the tape speaks for itself. <laughs> um uh Let's see what we got here. So last thing in the NFL, um, we'll, we'll save Kyler Murray for, for later. Um, FIFO sent this uh, over about Cam Newton uh, possibly sitting out 2019 and the Panthers owner, he's considering all options uh, in regards to uh, Cam's shoulder. And um, and that's one of the things that's, that's on the table. Um, I think this is bigger than Cam's shoulder. I think this is the end of Cam Newton in Carolina. 1,000%. Yep. Because because yep. what? Yep. 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 I agree. I agree. Because the next draft has a couple of quarterbacks that might be nice. I didn't know that. You're talking about 2020? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I say mm-hmm. they might even try to go this draft. I say they no. I think no because you you don't play them. You gonna have a sucky season. Mm-hmm. Be about three and thirteen. Oh, and be ready. Okay. And then mm-hmm. be ready to get those Q- QBs that's coming mm-hmm. in that twenty. Well, I was gonna say they could they could trade. I was gonna say you call up New York. So oh. you got a six round. You got a six. This the top of the draft number six. We'll give you Cam. Give us a six and a couple other picks. New York or oh, the, the Giants? Giants? Yeah. New York or oh, the Giants? <laughs> I, I would say Quan Barkley. Yeah, I, I could. I oh, could. Cam. Cam. Oh, I mean, that's too much. That's too much drama in the locker room. It but. is. Oh man. <laughs> but, and dressing. Can you, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, can you yeah. imagine the dress code the, up in there? That's the pro. That's the best pro black team in the league. <laughs> but, but, the, but but let's be honest. Like Cam's shoulder is is yeah, no, jacked yeah, up. It's jacked, yeah. But I mean, yeah. no, it'll go with the Giants too because if they if you know they can but, still suck and get draft another QB but, 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 in 2020. But, but here's the thing, though: the Giants, based off of their offensive talent level, they don't have another year to just squander. They they just don't say look when you have a running back that's that dynamic that good that early you gotta try to start winning now but like, Cam but Cam will go with the that game plan of he doesn't always, he can still beat you with his legs true so, but, but but at the end of the day look if Carolina is considering sitting him and he's been their franchise like yeah. they haven't had anything else besides exactly. Cam Newton and Jake it, Delone and Jake. Oof. Um, if 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 they're considering sitting him the entire year, that means that that shoulder is for real. Man. I don't know if it means the shoulder's for real, more of like we just if we're gonna plan on if we plan on moving on, this is the best route to go because then we can, like you said, we it'll guarantee us a top draft pick. It'll guarantee us that if he does get hurt, if we did play him, that we don't have to pay him any more additional money. We can just dead it after this season. Um, or just take the loss for what we we are comfortable taking. But 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 I think that when you do have somebody that is a former MVP, and we're talking in the last five years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about about a guy that has a top five dynamic arm, top five dynamic legs at his position, um, a guy that has won, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not like he's like um, nine and seven. Like we we're talking about this guy gets to ten wins when he's healthy. He went to the Super Bowl, right? And, and and he's literally Superman, where he can carry. We're talking about trucks and trailers. He's definitely a truck. He's definitely a truck. And I, if you're considering sitting that guy down, I think it's beyond looking forward to 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 what the future of Carolina is looking like. I think you are truly um, considering his health. You are really evaluating his health and being like, hey, look, if we are, if this is going to be our guy, even moving forward. He needs to sit out of here. You know what's interesting? I had to look it up just to make sure because I, I I thought we we talked about Cam before, and on December twentieth, here's the title of our la- of that show. It's over for Cam Newton, and here we are. Here we are right now. Like mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, Cam kind of starting to not necessarily decline, not but decline. something was something was going on. He's and older. He's, he's older. older, and and that is the thing because. He's a running quarterback. He needs to do less. And he's, he's doing too much right. the last couple of years. So what happens when you don't have your athleticism anymore or when you can't do the thing that made you a winning quarterback? You know, and you're Or you're not- just taking too many shots. Right. Let's be honest. In the last three seasons, who's taking bigger shots? Not more shots, but bigger shots than Cam. Nobody, no, nobody at the quarterback position has. But on top of that, if you're not accurate anymore, and well, not anymore, Cam's never really been that accurate of a quarterback. So when you can't run, 
and you already hasn't been, you know, you're already not accurate. What good are you to me? And, and I also think it's like we've given you chances too. This is what his second, third offensive coordinator that he's been with, and he he's shown flashes that he can be a like a really great QB, and then all of a sudden it just goes down downhill like this season i think they were really pissed off about them this season because they were like we could have went to the playoffs like you mm-hmm. see how the eagles got in you see how some you see how like some of these other teams got in we could have got in like we we came back against philly you know we were yeah. down 17 oh it's like i don't know i i i, I i'm kind of hurt by it because it's like damn like like people saying this was an mvp not too long ago this, he, he took y'all to the promised land like y'all were a few plays away from you know winning it all and yep. it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of like Kaepernick, where as far as like you you go from the top well, to the bottom, up. you go to the top to the bottom real quick when you you know don't really elevate and evolve your game. Hey man, once he said we all the same color underneath, Cam ain't been right since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he ain't been right since. <laughs> he ain't been right since. I promise you, um, it's all documented. Y'all listen to the tapes. Um, all right, well, that's the NFL, man. Uh, we're going to move. Oh, oh, uh, any new NFL coach hirings before we move on stand out to you besides um, uh, Mr. Highman? They picking, I mean, they're just going off of whoever was in the same room with Sean, Sean McVay, McVay. Yes. in the last Oh, you five. friends with him? Hey, get this man. Hey, hey, who's, man. Because the Bengals are not, it's looking like they're not going to hire um, the Kansas City OC, Eric uh the enemy or something. The like enemy. That. Yeah. That's the brother, right? Yeah, the brother. They picking Zach Taylor, who's the wide receiver coach for the Rams, right? Who well, used to be a quarterback, I believe. Who would? Yeah, for the Rams. But he looked. But obviously, he fits the profile of let's get the guy who looks like uh, Ben Foster from uh, um, Hell or High Water, <laughs> and like let's just go with him. Like I don't know. It's just it, it, it's kind of upsetting because. One at one hire, it's like okay, I get it. Another hire, okay, I get it. But like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody wants to go for the young, hip white guy. And Mike McCarthy sitting out there waiting on his phone. You know what he said? He said, "I'm gonna sit out 2019. Like, I, I want to be with this. Like, nah, you you ain't being with the family by choice, right? Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Not when you're a Super Bowl winning uh, coach. They don't want. They don't want. The NFL's in a weird place. They don't want old white guys, but they don't want to hire black guys either. So they're like, this is the medium that we fit. We're going to get a youth movement, but they're going to be all white. Let me ask y'all. Is the Rooney rule still in place? I don't know. Because it just seems like, oh, well, we're going to hire this guy. All you have to do is interview minority but people. where, where the, were the interviews yeah they got interviewed i mean eric was interviewed by the Bengals. uh i'm sure but what about these other teams exactly we're not, we're not hearing oh, about there was any. a there was a black coach from the pa- the patriot staff uh i forgot his name but he got hired by miami I think. they're just checking the box man yeah and 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 it's it's unfortunate because we and and you know um <laughs> they get mad when we point out all the black firings well this is why because you're not replacing any of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, um, Francesca, I think, want to say, well, I thought we were past that. Clearly we're not Mm-mm. because we haven't gotten anybody. And, you know, this is why I went as – huh? And even beyond head coaches, what about GMs? Oh, GMs is even There's worse. only one. You know? So this is why I went as hard as I could for – and I, I used to argue with them all the time about Marvin Lewis, when Marvin Lewis was winning. Um, because I knew that this is just the NFL – and as long as he was winning, it was you know, and, and re- I didn't care about. I understood that not winning a playoff game, I got it. But while he was winning, I was like, "Come on, man, we got a guy that's in there that's winning. We need to support him." While, well, not we, but I was going to support him while I could. 
and then he started losing, it was more and more difficult. But now we only have two guys left, you know, and, and they just happen to be winning, and we're trying to fire one, <laughs> you know, already. So, and, and, and when they out, we don't get them replaced. And that's going to be tough. And Anthony Lynn need to watch his back. He need to watch his back. That's why I say he. Else. That's why I say he need another quarterback. Because if he keep going, Rivers, Rivers showing you that he ain't going up the creek. So, so you need nah, to get he somebody. He end up like uh, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. He better, he better uh, keep Rivers. <laughs> At least Rivers know how to win. Steve Wilkes, and um, so yeah, man, it's. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It's but tough. we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, Adam Gase is is going to be interesting after that interview. He, he like had. he did a whole line of coke before he went to the <laughs> press conference. His eyes was looking, boy, eyes cocked like a pistol. I don't know what was going on, man. Yeah, that was that was wild. That I don't see wild. how it, the Jets are going to. They could have had Mike McCarthy. Who who mm-hmm. better to be as a head coach to send mm-hmm. on than the guy who met who got Aaron Rodgers, who coached Brett Favre and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers? You gonna pick mm-hmm. Adam Gase? Yeah. Who was texting Peyton Manny during his heyday? Like, I don't know, man. We'll see. Hey, we'll see, man. I hope these GMs, I, to me, these GMs better be worth the money that they're getting paid. Because to just, me, I feel like some of these decisions are just like. Yeah, there are no black retreads and there are no young black coaches that they feel excited about to bring in. And, and that's where we're at. And um, so we'll see how it plays out. Unfortunately, it's going to take a couple of years before. A couple of us to get another shot. So yeah, we are gonna see how this Sean McVay tree, or I don't know what the hell is you call it a plant? Because <laughs> yeah, he ain't got it's, nothing. Is it really nothing yet. that though? Or is all that? It, yeah, it is. is that a lot it of people. Uh, who um, Cowherd says it all the time. A lot of people are gonna get hired and fired because of Sean McVay. Yep. Yep. Damn. What? 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 Head coach just got hired. I can't remember. You know me and names, but there was a dude that supposedly the rumor was the reason why he got hired was because he's friends with Sean McVay. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Yes, for Cliff Arizona. King, for Arizona. Yep, they said the rumor was. That was know, no, the, that was the press release. Exactly. A friend of Sean McVay. Yep. The one that's trying to get Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yep. And he got Josh Rosen. Yeah, I heard. And he got was, the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were talking, and he's been he talking said that Because he Murray. said that in October, back when he was with Texas Tech, I think, he was like, if I had the number one pick, I'm picking Kyler Murray. Hmm. That's why they're starting to slander Josh Rosen's name. Yeah, they, trying, they, got, they, they throwing that trade bay out early. Mm-hmm. I, that's what the Giants should go after. Man, I hey. stay away from that boy. I rather nah. Jo- jo- Josh Rosen got some talent, bro. Man, I rather get Dwayne. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm not mad at you with that one. <laughs> but if hey, if that don't work, Josh out. Rosen ain't have no season like Dwayne. So. Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, um, basketball. That, I want to yeah. make a statement. Go ahead, because I, I just saw playing his Denver Golden State game. Draymond is either not going to be with Golden State or he is going to take a massive pay cut. I'm talking about he looked like he's not worth more than eight, nine million a year right now. I told y'all he was falling off, man. And and, and the play in the play that where I made that where I made up my mind because obviously he's had a bad he's had a horrible. I won't say falling off. I said Draymond's not the same. No, he's not the same. Something's off with him. And and it's in a contract year. And this is the worst time for that to happen, right? It was a play at the end of um the after uh, the end of the third quarter. Um, it was an out of bounds play. Draymond faked up. He went back door. They threw him an alley. The man missed the alley oop layup. 
he he is he got up under the rim on the alley. It's a wrap and for Draymond. And on top of that, they got they got him guarding uh, Jokic. Yeah, and Jokic been giving yeah, Jokic been giving him work. work. He been giving him work. He been giving him the work. Some so, people saying he ain't been the same since James Harden dumped on him. <laughs> I've been seeing that floating on Twitter as yeah, a joke. But I, look, I I I don't I don't know how you replace you know what Draymond brings the intangibles, but play wise, do they need it? Look at this. But here's the thing, though. Does KD leave? Like, it, 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 I think it's a dominant. I think it's KD's a lot. Out of there. I think so, too. Yeah. But also, I think, I mean, how long do we think this is going to last? Like, everybody thinks that these teams are going to be like how they were in the 90s or even the 80s, where it's yeah, like it's ten, like seven to ten years of a right. good run. Crazy like, changed that big it, time. Like ever, like, ever since 2010, we, we're going to see these they teams for like four years. They they wanted it to last as long as they could, but I think Draymond messed all of that up. By getting once, KD? Yep. Once he not only getting KD, he got a ring, but once they first the after fight. he cussed that, yeah, yeah, the fight. We won without you. The mm-hmm. fight was the the yep. fight was it. The cherry was, on top. Yeah, whatever issues that David West was talking about last year carried over to this yep. year. And that's what it was. But yep. the thing with Draymond is like he has to say we. He can never say I. <laughs> like, yeah. Like he has to say that's we true. did this. Like he like that third member of the Gross Sisters who got the handout. <laughs> he got the two big guys up. Like nah, like But if that never happened, they'll probably stay together for as long as they could. Nah, because money is gonna get involved with that anyway. I think I think the fact they got they got uh cousins now I've heard they possibly are thinking about getting Robin Lopez too. Like they're not gonna trade him. Yeah, well they, they he might get buy. Nah, he's not, Chicago not gonna buy out. Yeah, Chicago's they're like, not gonna nope. buy. Okay, so nonetheless, they, he's their he's probably their sixth best player because I still put Iguodala over him over Draymond this season. I would this he season barely is this season. He's, he's more offensively sound and he can still guard this season. Yep, it's yep. better. I mean, better. You okay. you know what you you. Eagle Dollar's more consistent right now. No, I, I, I won't argue with that. I'll, I'll take you out. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Because yeah. I've seen Draymond play, and it hasn't looked good at it's all. It's not good. Yeah. It's not, like, and you know what? It, and it's not like, oh, he had the, the moment. Okay, he, he can turn it around from here. He hasn't had that moment yet. He's turning into what? We already had all pick. Huh? Yeah, he's a second round pick. Yeah. For, I think it was the first pick of the second round. Yeah, well, it's starting to show. There's a reason why you dropped. Yeah, it's starting Man. to show. But, uh, but I think, uh, again, this – this dynasty is going to come to an end, and it might be this year. So you get, oh, yeah. you get yeah. Four, four, four rings in, what, five years? Because the Lakers going to win once LeBron come back. You want to get to that now? Let's do it. <laughs> look, 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 How look, do you Ken. lose to the Cavs? I got it. Right, and, and it's not really about – yes, it is about in the last the In the last that, ten games, they've won three, and that's the, the ten-game span that LeBron's been out. Uh, three, three and seven. Two, right? lo- two uh, mm-hmm. yeah, two losses to the Kings, one to the Mavs, to the Cavs, the Pistons, and the Wolves. Bad um, teams. All those teams are not playoff teams. And some of those Kings are. The Lakers beat the Pistons. The Kings have fallen. You were saying the teams that they lost to? I they lost they to the Pistons. The, I think they. I think we lost to them. Because I watched that game. What I remember, and I stayed up late to watch that. But game. either way, and they've had leads in some of these games, but, too, but, in but, the fourth. But those quarter. losses have been by ten points. They lost to the Wolves by ten points. They lost to the Mavs by ten points. Or plus, like they're not just losing to the bad playoff teams in the West. They getting blown out in some of these. But games. I guess the thing that I'm, I, I, I've observed is that in some of these games, they've had. Uh, it, it's falling yeah, apart in the, the fourth quarter. Oh, okay, yeah, one thirteen. They fall apart in the fourth quarter. 
Like they, and sometimes they'll be competitive. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they have a lead, and then the fourth quarter come and they just fall apart. But you know, that's obviously the sign of a young team, right? Like this clo- closing. Ken, look, the difference between a good team. I want to say the same team, thing you want you're thinking, but I, they're still a young team. They are a young team, and the good and and, and the it's difference between excuses, it's not an excuse. Is 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 that not fact? It's a fact. Is it? Their starting lineup is one of the youngest in the NBA. Let's be honest, right? And then just beyond that, the difference between good teams and bad teams are how you execute in the final minutes of a game. And we've seen them down the stretch just not because Brandon Ingram isn't the guy. He's not taking that leap that we all wanted him to take, especially me, right, especially playing with a guy like LeBron. And now, you know, there's been so many injuries on the Lakers for other guys to kind of step up and show their worth. Brandon Ingram hasn't has, hasn't shown. Okay, well, LeBron is holding me back. Yeah, he hasn't shown. He hasn't shown that, Mm-mm. right? Lonzo, his he's been good and bad. He's a bust. He's not a bust. <laughs> he's not a bust. I'm done. I'm done. Fine, you can be done. Okay. but I guarantee you that there's other teams in the NBA that wish that they had Lonzo. Shit. He's right. I'm not saying Lonzo's a bust. I'm just saying I'm just he's I'm, not. He's he. Other teams would take off. Yes, on, on and I'm not saying that he's a, a an all star. I'm not saying he's a superstar. I'm not saying none of that. But if you look at plus minus, he he and 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 net ratings, they play better with him on the floor. He's Ken. not leading to wins. Go ahead. Because be, that's just the nature of his game, right? Like he's not a takeover Jason guy. Led to wins, but go ahead. Yeah, and he's not Jason Kidd either. You know, so he's Jason Kidd like he's Lonzo Noball is back. The nickname is back. Oh my God, but, it is what it is. But th- that 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 team just they they just without LeBron they just can't win. And we've been saying that about a bunch of teams before. And this is why I was very hesitant and nervous about LeBron going to the Lakers uh, over the uh, Philly is because when LeBron goes to a team, it metamorphoses into something that only LeBron can can be successful in. He really creates the environment that he excels in. And once you take him out of that situation, you really see what it is. It's a bunch of supposed to be defenders, lengthy, you know, wing players, scrappy guys. Stra- scrappy guys who can't shoot consistently. The same team that they were last year. Same th- well, similar I would guess they were playing with more they were more of a collective of 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 decent solid players last year because they were all young, they all were getting experience, and they all had. I feel like they had more camaraderie last year than they do this year. This year is more of like we don't know what lineup we're going to be dealing with. That's Walton. We, we don't know how. I mean, but it and, looked, and and that's why I think it's an, it's an indictment on Walton because you were playing and coaching better last year than you are this year with pretty much the same core group of guys. It's that pressure of LeBron. It is, and it's the fact that he has. He's a judge, jury, and executioner when it comes to roster moves, when it comes to lineup changes, even when it comes to coaching style. He don't listen to Walton. Like so, so what is what is what are you there but for? The young guys should listen to Walton. How when big homie said because he they listened to Walton last year. Who's gonna be there longer, LeBron or, or Walton? The point is that if he if he was the coach last year, they should be listening to him this year. Players are thinking about their future. They ain't thinking about what happened last year. But he's not Magic's guy though. Walton, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I know, but well, I learned a system that's going to be changed in a year. I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's the same. It, it's just, it's Walton, and I hate to say it. 
It's well, no, not just it's Walton, not just, though. It's, it's the the effects of LeBron being there. He's one hundred percent right. There's good things. You know what? And there's bad. Okay. Things. No, I put yes, it like you're this. right because LeBron turned them into a winning team. Yes, but LeBron could turn any team into a winning team. Yes. That's, right. how, that's the greatness so, of LeBron. So how but, is this an indictment on on because they they just basically turned into what they were last year? Were they were they dealing with some of the issues that we're talking about now last year? Yes. No, they were not. Yes, they were. They we were not. We did not question Brandon Ingram as is his growth. It was his second year, number one. But he showed a jump from his rookie year to his second year. Did he not? He was averaging what nine to ten points. Well, he and then he jumped to sixteen. Okay, yeah, because he because he, he was coming off the bench but in his we, first but year. That's what I'm saying. We didn't have that question about that. We didn't have a question about the uh, the continuity of the team or Luke Walton's coaching just yet because it was still a young team. We were still figuring it out, and he mm-hmm. was showing he was I showing did, glimpses that he can help improve some. You know players. why? Because he got passes because they were a young team last year, so well, they expected the losses. Of so course. that's why they, they weren't going to question Luke Walton's ability to coach. Of course, but 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 now now obviously LeBron has come into the fold, and and when LeBron comes into your organization, everything changes. Let's just be honest, right? And LeBron can have either a very positive effect or it's a negative effect, and you're going to be the hell up out of this organization. Let's just be honest. The one guy that they're keeping, right outside of LeBron, is who Kuzma. That's it. I say he's the first guy to leave. They're going to trade him. Well, 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 it's a gift and a curse, right? It's a gift and a curse because now you have made yourself the most valuable. So obviously to get somebody else, everybody else wants him, right? So it is what it is. However, if you are building with the core, right, and you're and you have to pick one guy that you want to keep as the Lakers organization, Kuzma's the guy. Everybody else is available. Right, so so with that's, that, that's to make a splash for AD. You're talking, about, or, you're talking or in just general, in general, and and, and, and and any move that you want to make, and that's the impact of LeBron. Some people can rise to the occasion and show their worth, and most people just they're either not ready or they don't know how to handle that pressure. You know, and 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 I know you guys. We all watch sports shows and stuff like that, and, and we've heard about Kyrie talking about playing with LeBron. We've heard just the overall consensus what it's like playing with LeBron. KD said it's toxic. It's because let's be honest, who else has championship pressure every single year when they play? It's him, but these these young guys haven't said that yet, they, or they may not say it. But you feel it, Ken. You feel mm, it. I don't feel it. I, I, I going you, into this year, I didn't. Going into this year, look championship pressure. Going into no, no, no. not with this Lakers squad. No, no, no. no. Realistically, no. But pressure, yes, because LeBron has said, "I'm signing here for four years." So you are looking at that four years under a microscope, saying if they don't win a championship or two in these in this span. But you got to look at it every year because it's all. Maybe I'm looking at it from a fan's perspective. I'm like, I, you I know this year. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 from a fan's perspective, yeah, I'm looking at it from a fan's perspective. But if you if you Insert yourself into that locker room, into that organization. So you're thinking it's cha- this year's championship? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying Tra- is on track. All, all, all of yeah, your, all of your that. forward progress is expedited. It's a fast forward button. It, it just it, it when you right. have so that mean so you're looking maybe next year or the year. But after. at the end, of, but 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 B, what I'm saying is maybe not championship expectations this year, right? But you have first round, second round expectations with LeBron James, regardless yeah. of the roster. Yeah. So as a young player, you feel that. That's I mean I thought you were talking about championship. Though. No, no, but but, 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 but it comes with it. They're, with they, LeBron they're, comes championship. You, you know what pressure they're feeling is they want to show they can win without LeBron. So I'll give you guys that. 
because they're probably disappointing themselves that they're <clears> three and seven and they want to prove that we don't need LeBron here to win. Mm-hmm. But going back to, but they still had the same problems of having leads in games and losing and leads in games. Yeah. It's the it's a carryover effect from last year. What's I can't Rondo? remember the stat. Rondo's hurt. hurt again. Hurt. He's hurt. Damn. Yeah. And, and this Yo, is his, they man. need him. All yeah. their best players. Well, right. yeah. all their most yeah. impactful players are right. hurt. So here's another year of Damn. them doing that same thing. What LeBron did was he was able to stabilize that and either close in them games or have them have enough of a, a lead to hold on to those games. Let me ask you, do y'all think you y'all think Brown's injury is more serious than yes. we think, or you or you think he's just taking a rest? Nope. So you think it's serious? I think it's both. I think it's both. Yeah, I think I, for some reason I'm like I think this well, is Brown just taking you some listen extra to the, time off. When you listen you know. to any of like even some of the football analysts mm-hmm. when they were talking about the injury, they was like when when they saw read his lips or they said I heard it pop. He was like, oh, they he out for a month. I don't know why they keep on saying it's like week to week. week, or week yeah, he out for at least a month. So these, that's when they saying you might as well add another ten games to this. Probably just sit them out to after All Star after All Star weekend. Yeah, because like yeah, and that's where that that pressure that you guys are referring to comes in at uh, mainly on Walton because we were winning with him and now we can't right. win a damn game without him and we're losing to the to the worst team. And in the on NBA. top of that, we can't force him to come back in because if we hurt him, if we damage exactly. him more, that ruins everything. But and you can't it, lose to the worst team in the NBA, and that is the problem. The freaking Cavs. That that that's they lost to the Knicks too. Yep, but the Knicks have been competitive against a lot of teams. The Cavs, the Cavs get blown up by everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah. At least the Suns have Aiton and Booker, and they have that melted kid. They got talent. The Cavs got nobody. Yeah, pretty much. They got Sexton, who's up and down. Yeah, lost lost Minnesota. Yeah, that's that's you know they did lose to the Knicks. Kind of see that, but you can't lose when you lose to the Cavs. That's not it a stings. good look. It yes. stings because because at the end of the day, right? Like you have two back to back number two picks, and they are talented. They're just not living up to a number two pick. That, it, and it, that's it. That's exactly. They're, it. they're yep. not. You know, obviously, Josh Hart is overplaying his draft, right? His his draft pick at uh, times. At times, yeah. right? You know, he's, but still, he's young. still right around that nine ten point exactly, game. And, and he's still young. He's still. I always say young players gotta gotta develop consistency in the NBA, mm-hmm. right? Kuzma is the one guy that from day one said, "Hey, bro, I should have been drafted higher. I don't care if I stayed in college played, a little bit longer." Right? He played three or four years of college. Exactly. So he's older. He's a little bit older, and and I think that playing with LeBron kind of untapped him. It's like, oh, damn, okay. Well, that, I, I got. I, I kind of got the green light. He didn't even shoot threes in college. No, he didn't because he barely shot threes last year. We saw that that he had the form and he can hit them, but he wasn't necessarily considered a three-point shooter. And let's be honest, at the beginning of the season, he struggled shooting the three. He's just really catching – He he's getting more consistent from the three mm-hmm. now. He He's deadly now. Like, you you can't leave him open. You literally got to run him off the three-point line now. He he's, he's one of those type of guys. But at the end of the day, the problem with the Lakers is, number one, they're still young. Number two, nobody outside – of Kuzma wants it bad enough. You know, as much as I love Lonzo, the number one thing I've always said about him is aggressiveness. He, it, it seem, And I understand that you can have a laissez-faire type of attitude or demeanor, right? Like tr- 
T-Mac was like that. T-Mac, you know, sometimes he... He was, but boy. But when he when he wanted it, he <laughs> showed it, right? But he would score 30 easy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't have to have no emotion on his face. You and, know what I'm saying? And Lazo recently, or just yesterday, said that he, he wants to lead by, by, act, by his actions and not his words. And then get to the damn rack, bro. Attack the basket. You 6'7 right, right, point guard. Right. You got to attack, man. He you don't even be attacking. That's what I'm saying. Like, your step back should be a secondary move. It shouldn't be the primary thing. I understand. That's and, all he got is that step back. That's all he got. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and I understand that you're a pass-first point guard. I get that. But you got to be aggressive so that way your pass-firstness is more effective. But, but you know what? You, 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 you hit it. And that was the thought I had when I saw the outcome of that Cavs game. Because I was like, okay, they're losing, but they'll come back and win this. The Cavs. And then I saw they not only did they win it, I think they lost by double digits. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I looked at that and I was like, you have two number two picks of the last couple of years. You should have enough talent to yep. beat the Cavs. Yep. There, there is no excuse. Did you see Rob Palinka in the Laker hallway? Mm-mm. He was pacing back and forth, boy. Ooh, it looked it's not bad, good, man. He said, how are we going to move these two bums? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Um, uh, I, I I will concede something. I think I'm ready to concede. D'Angelo Russell looking nice. I told you he looking nice. He told you. Yeah, he's figuring it, it out. Yeah, he dropped 34 on the Celtics too. Yep. Yeah, yep. he's yeah, figuring it out. Because yeah. because the thing with D'Angelo Russell was he was a, a, a he could make plays. But was he a scoring point guard? Was he a pass first point? Nobody really knew what he was, right? And sometimes you just need a little bit of seasoning. What 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 year is he in? Fourth, right? Fourth, Fourth or fifth? Yeah, something like what that. What do I always say? Three to five. Yep. And and now he he's he's starting to get into his own Brooklyn. I don't know their GM name, but man, has he reversed that whole debacle of trying to get Paul Pierce and recreate mm-hmm. the Celtics over there in Brooklyn? Because now they actually have some young pieces that you can really build around. D'Angelo Russell is more than serviceable at the point guard position. Jared Allen, this man, this man has made it his mission to block every damn superstar coming to the rim, right? And now he's starting to put people on posters. Um, uh, uh, Din- Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then who's the guy that got hurt? Was it Dinwiddie or uh, Lavert? Karis uh, Lavert. Karis Lavert. You know what I'm saying. So they actually got some pieces. They're young. They still mm-hmm. got to learn how to win, but they are squeezing out victories, yep. which is good for them, right? For their progression. And I, I, I think D'Angelo Russell is going to have a long career. I don't know. I, I think he might make two to five All Star games. Right. But I don't think that he's going to be, you know, that franchise guy, the guy that leads you. But, but he's going to be a key piece as to the reason yep. why they win. Yep. Ice in his veins. And he's starting to look like the number two pick that he was drafted yep. to be. Yo, this yep. was a statement game for and, the uh, State. It was. And you think Denver. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Denver, Denver had they had the best, the highest winning percentage in the West. And they had the second uh, most wins in the West. And this was a statement game. For them. Denver's overachieving. They do that. Well, they 40 to do. 107? They always do that. Man, yeah. Golden State made a statement. I wanted to bring up, I don't know if y'all read this report about coming out of Dallas, but the Mavs are yep. looking to trade Dennis Smith Jr. Yep. That was a shocker to me. That wasn't based off of that. Um, remember, uh, 
Yeah, that I, little I quote that uh, Mark Cuban made about the we need to start uh, bringing our players overseas so they can learn the fundamentals instead of mm-hmm. making mixtapes and dunking and all that. Yeah, oh, and I was Dennis like, Smith was, and yeah. I was like, that's Dennis Smith. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that sounds exactly like that was aimed at Dennis Smith. Yeah, that and the fact that um, it was about like a week or two ago, I had texted y'all where it was um, late game situation. Dennis Smith had the ball and he didn't even get a shot off, and Luko was hot. When I'm talking about hot, he he looked at Dennis Smith with that with that stare like motherfucker, you better give me that mother. What the hell is you doing? You know how LeBron was looking at uh, uh, Jr. Yeah. yeah, it was like that, bro. It was bad. <laughs> and when I saw that, then I started seeing these articles. And then you know me, I'm a numbers guy, so you know that the um the Mavs are a negative net rating with Dennis Smith on the court, and they're a po- and 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 I, I want to say cause I'm I'm seeing the numbers in my head, I, I and you know facts only, but it is what it is. I want to say they have a negative point two seven net rating when he's on the court and a positive ten when he's off. Damn. Wow. So the writing's on the wall for him, man. Oh yeah, he's out of there. He's he, gone. Yep. Yep, so that that's going to be uh, interesting to watch. So they're talking about Phoenix is interested, Orlando's interested. I like Orlando. I like Orlando, too. I like Phoenix, too. Like him, Booker, they do and, need a, and Aiden. Yeah, they need, they a, need point a point guard. I'd rather him be in Phoenix than Orlando. Orlando's where players go to die. Well, here, it here, depends. Here, here's the thing. The last three seasons, it, it, when, when, they, when, um, when they hired Frank Vogel, I said, I like the hiring. However, Orlando has too much of the same. Yep. And they need to make a trade. And they didn't draft well it, at they, all. Well, I like Mobamba. I'm talking like about him. prior to getting Mobamba. Yeah, and prior to yeah. Frank Vogel being there too. How's he doing? He's all right. He, it, He's it's not just, getting it. It's uh, Vucevic. Vucevic. Is in and, the way. And, and then what's his name? Aaron Gordon is starting to uh, pick up steam. Yeah. And yeah. he's starting to become consistent. Got a jumper. I said he's Blake 2.0. And yeah, he, he is. he's starting to, 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 to round out into an NBA consistent player. But it's just it's it's too many forwards. It's, it's just too many forwards and bigs on that team that they need to strip that down to get some more dynamic wing play that's their biggest problem mm. Vucevic you know he 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 is he's somebody that nobody's talking about he is the most um overlooked free agent going into this offseason think about it we're talking about a big man that shoots 80 percent from the free throw line basically averages 2010 and he could hit a three or two mm. you know what i'm saying why isn't nobody talking about this guy he can make a playoff team go from playoff barely team to damn near a contender, depending I think he where he can goes. Do that, but he's not impactful like a Jokic, and I think that's why nobody's talking to about him. Well, and he also plays in Orlando too. But but here's the thing though: take away all of those wing players that Jokic is playing with, and see what happens. That's a valid point. Um, you know who else was mad at, at his teammate Kyrie at uh, Gordon Hayward. Give mm-hmm. Tatum that last Man. shot. Man. Yeah. You, you, did, you guys ready did, to concede? Did, did you, go, did, concede did, did you guys watch that, though? Did you watch it? I saw it. Yeah, I watched it. I okay, didn't watch so it. You didn't watch it? Nah, did you watch it? Be- no. So, Ken, how did you feel since me and you watched it? About about the play. Let, let's talk about the play first, and then we'll dive into the comments and everything that's happening outside. Well, it looked like he went early. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the issue because it looked like Kyrie was just about to start mm-hmm. the play. 
and then Gordon Hayward passed it in to Tatum, and then Tatum took the step back and missed it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what also, – also, I don't know what happened in the sideline that Kyrie got into it with Brad Stevens about either. So mm-hmm. I don't know if, Ky, if if Stevens called another play for – if he called a play for Tatum or Hayward and not him. Mm-hmm. But whatever happened, they didn't run the play that they were supposed to run. Yeah, so so – Previously to that play, Kyrie and Brad Stevens, they, they just weren't seeing eye to eye. And it was interesting because Brad Stevens just kind of looked them off and just, you know, let Kyrie walk and he didn't acknowledge all the stuff that Kyrie was doing. In mm. that last play, 1,000%, 100% right on the analysis where Gordon Hayward went early, right? And as any great coach, especially out of timeouts and things of that nature, when you run those sideline out-of-bounds plays, there's multiple options, right? And you rarely go to the first option because your first option isn't really your first option. Mm-hmm. Your first option is literally a deviation for that way to get the defense flowing in a certain way. That play looks like it was supposed to go either to Kyrie or Al Horford up top and then getting the ball in Kyrie's hands to do whatever Kyrie does, right? And for it to go that quick... You know, at the end of the day, and this is why I said that there's just too many Chiefs and not enough Indians on that squad, is I don't, I don't, I don't care if Kyrie's two for 13. Kyrie gets the ball with, la- with six seconds left on the clock. It's just that's 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 the hierarchy. It reminds me of LeBron when um, Black was there. Yep, in Chicago. Yep, that's yep. what that reminded me yep. of. Yep, and you know, at the end of the day, watching that, it just kind of shows the dysfunction um, of what's happening internally. And also, like I've said, like if you look at, and I'm going into some of the things that Kyrie said, if you look at like Terry Rozier, right? This guy we're talking about, you were saying he was the Kyrie replacement. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a shell of himself, right? Because he's not playing Kyrie minutes. He's not playing Kyrie minutes. He's not happy. And he's not expending his energy. Right. And Kyrie's points are extremely valid because guys like George Hill, guys like, Channing Fry, guys like all those guys, they know, bruh, I'm I'm damn near on minimum contracts. You know, no other team wants me. This, that, and the third. Every day I have to get better to win this chip. And guys like Terry, I'm playing for my contract, bruh. I was going to say, this is a contract playing for, for Not him. only that, playing for a starting spot because he was the man last year. Exactly. So that's why he's not happy and that's why he's not producing. Exactly. But, he, but you, come on. Like, I, that's the thing about uh, that I don't understand about I guess people people in professional sports, you have to know there's a hierarchy. You have to know your role on the team. You know this is Kyrie Irving. It, to me, if you ain't got your own shoe, you ain't going to get that game. But, you ain't yep, get that time. I, yep. And I understand that. Yep. But Terry, Terry's thinking is I'm that, better than Kyrie. No. We and all, that I've proven that I can be a starting point guard in this league. We all think a lot of things, but we do certain things. But he's also proved it, though. He didn't prove that he was one season is over. not enough. He didn't prove he didn't he prove proved enough of it to to him. Like there's enough for him and there's enough for other teams to say he can be a starting point. You, you know what he team. is? What team but is he he's starting? Not, what he's team not, is he? No, 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 oh, no, there, no, there no, no. There's a lot of teams. Or Orlando no, take him in a heartbeat. No, I'm saying the difference exactly is he, naming the team. There's but the, diff- the, the sole difference is that he's not Kyrie. That's it. He's not Kyrie. And you know who he is? Reggie Jackson. He's Reggie Jackson. No, I was yeah. the reason why I was asking. Name me the teams that he can start for, and all those teams are not playoff teams. Oh yeah, we're talking about. But, but, that's, seri- not, but that's not what but, we're. But that's, that's, exactly. but that's not and the point. But, that's, but those are the te- those are the players that get paid. The ones that no, play. 
the no, ones, the ones no, that don't get you no, know, gets, no, that gets the max contracts and the ones that's he, high upper but, echelon. But, 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 but here, here's the thing. Porter. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. Like, Terry Rozier is not necessarily looking for a max contract. 20, 20 a year is not a max contract anymore in the NBA. But 20 a year puts you at all-star level, right? Because anything beneath that, you're a role player. Twenty that that eighteen to twenty two range. That's what I'm talking about. Makes that, I, makes you a starter. Makes you borderline all star player. That you're playing for even a bigger contract yeah. after that. For Terry Rozier right now, that's where he feels he belongs. And there's a lot of teams that would pay him that because they don't have a better option. I I I would almost say maybe Chicago would pay him that because they don't really have a real point guard. I would I would say um Orlando would definitely pay him that in a oh, heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix would definitely pay mm-hmm. him that in a heartbeat. Um there there are definitely teams out here that would pay Terry Rozier. However, like you said, you have to understand your role. And your role, Terry Rozier, on this team is to give Kyrie-level production in a shorter amount of time. You're not going to get the same shots. You're not going to be able to pound the rock the same way Kyrie does. But there, I just feel like there's animosity there. Mm-hmm. There's animosity there. There's resentment there. And that's the reason why some of these guys on this team are just not performing. You know, Kyrie has turned into LeBron. He has. That's, that's exactly who he is now. Because because he understands what that urgency looks like. Mm-hmm. At first, he didn't want to accept it. Man, LeBron, what the hell is you? Like, why are you always uptight and this, that, and the third? And once he got to the promised land and he saw he got hurt, and then next year they came back and they actually won and all of that, all of that process and maturation None of these guys outside of Aaron Baines that one was uh, San Antonio mm-hmm. understand, not even including Al Horford. None of these guys really understand what it takes to truly win a championship. And it's hard to convey that when you have guys that are that talented and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and Jason Tatum, even Gordon Hayward, right? But they've never been there. How, how, how can I explain that to you? You can't, but they also maybe look at it like, man, like, well, even though they didn't get to the finals, they're like, man, we were fine without you last year. And I think that's also some animosity that's that's coming bit. into play. A little you bit. Know? Um because everybody has been bumped down the totem pole. Which it, I think totem pole is offensive, but is sorry. It? Oh, okay. Everything's offensive nowadays. Yep. But anyway, um and, and and Kyrie is needling. Like he's Kobe, he's LeBron, he's everything that LeBron was to him. To him, yep. He's doing that to yep. them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. He and you know, it's his team. He's the superstar, the megastar, the team is supposedly supposed to re- revolve around him, mm-hmm. but it's been Brad Stevens. People have been talking about Gordon Hayward, and you know he's like, "Are we trying to win a championship or not?" And he is—he's he—he's causing the dysfunction in that team. It's Kyrie Irving. But but do you think do you think that is justified? I was gonna say I, don't know. I think he mm, I, I don't think, think so. I think what he learned from LeBron is that you have to take control of your own destiny. You know what? Kyrie he he last year Kyrie fit in. He demanded to be traded. His his reputation was teetering a little bit here and there. He went to Boston. He was the good he was the good guy. He was the good guy. He he fit in, he did everything he was asked to do. He played defense, played limited minutes, and he got hurt. And now he's back this year and he doesn't want to do that anymore. 
You know, he's like, I committed to you guys early in the season, which I still don't believe. And now, you know, he's like, okay, so let's take the next step. He doesn't want to fit in anymore. He wants to be the guy. And everybody's talking about Boston as a collective and not him as the guy. And But but I think I think that I, I, I don't think that that's what is fueling what's happening right now. I think, honestly, Kyrie knows what it takes to get to the mountaintop because he's been there and he hit the biggest shot mm-hmm. in that series, right? So so he knows he's clutch. He knows he's cold-blooded. He knows what his talent level is. If we're talking pound for pound offensively, there's not many guys that you could put above him pound for pound, right? Like he's not six seven. He ain't blocking shots. He ain't. There's some things that he just ain't doing because he just can't do, right? I always talk about how it's tough for little guys to win a championship. However, this is a very talented team. I think the Boston Celtics know that, but I also think that the Boston Celtics don't know what it takes to get over that hump because they didn't get past that hump. But the, if they were that nice without me, then you should have made it at least to the but, finals without me. You know the, what the hump was though. But again, but you got to be to beat a man, you got to beat the exactly. man. Exactly. And that it, hump is no longer there. That and it, maybe that's driving Kyrie's um urges. Exactly. Because because now look, Toronto, they got off to a nice start, but now they're number 2, right? Behind Milwaukee. 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 Yeah. And then the damn Pacers. Who the hell saw the Pacers being a top three team, right? Then you got um, Philly number four, and they're number five. Talent-wise, top to bottom, they should be the they should be top two. Oh, especially with everybody's golden boy, Brad Stevens. You right, know? right, right, like, right, right. <laughs> so I think that the youngins don't understand the sense of urgency because Jason Tatum in his first year, Jalen Brown in his second year, uh, Gordon Hayward out, you know, yeah, they had Al Horford, the veteran. Yeah, they had Marcus Morris. They got close, and they they almost expect it. They almost expect to get there again because we that nice. But we're not playing like we're that nice. Fifth seed is super underachieving for the talent level, and somebody needs to call them out. That's why I think personally it is justified what Kyrie is saying. Now, could he have done it in a better way? Did he have to say it in the media? Should have been behind closed doors? It is what it is. Whatever medium you decide to take, it is what it is based off of your personality. And and I'm not saying that it's going to help or it's going to hurt. I am just saying that he is justified. Jalen Brown already took a shot right back at him. And we'll see how it plays out. There's plenty of time with that talent. And there's plenty of time for them to write the ship. But here's the thing, right? Like, everybody on that roster, minus Kyrie, needs to feel the sense of urgency and also the fact that you are expendable. I don't think they will. I think there's resentment. I think they— And that's fine. And you know know what happens to that? If you move on to a whole other team, welcome to the business of basketball. They're not going to get rid of them. They'll get rid of Kyrie first. They're not going to get rid of Kyrie Well, they ain't got to get rid of Kyrie. Kyrie going to leave. He going to New York. I— here, 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 here's the thing. Here, here's the you can thing. only have so many Kyrie's team out of there. Kyrie's out of there. You can only have so many team means, but something's got to get right. The, the the only the only way Kyrie bounces is if they don't trade a lot of these assets to get you know who. That's the only way. Okay. Because because here's the thing. I don't think that the Lakers have enough to go get AD, and I think that AD plays out this year. Kyrie. It, Kyrie's attitude, I think, is going to give people pause 
for all of that. I, I just, Danny the, uh, Ainge. The other, the other. Wait, hold on. Let me let me count. Well, it's thirty teams in the league. The other twenty eight teams outside of Boston and Cleveland. I think Danny Ainge and is Golden looking State. at this situation like Danny Ainge is trying to figure out how he's going to deal with this and deal with Kyrie. He again. Here's the thing: the way Boston is set up, right? Because you you, you got to remember. They got three – they have four first-round picks this year in this draft. And we've seen what's coming out in this draft, right? Mm-hmm. So so Boston Boston is playing with house money, Ken. Kyrie is amazing. What did they give up to get him? A broken-down, smaller version of him. And what? Uh, Who's not in the league anymore. They finessed the yeah. heck out. Uh, 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 Zubak or, yeah. or Zizic. Basically, Colin said. Zivich. You know what I'm saying? Basically, right? So, 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 you mean to tell me I got three first round picks in this draft? I still got Terry Rozier if I don't trade him. I still got Jalen. I still got Jason. I still, I still got all of this plus three draft picks. It doesn't matter what Kyrie does for Boston, bro. It does not matter. You can still think about this, Ken. They just think about the position that Boston is in. You can still make a deal for AD because you have the most assets out of anybody. You can still draft one of the guys. This they have they have the most flexibility out of any team in the league. Doesn't matter if they keep Kyrie. Doesn't matter if they trade Kyrie. Doesn't matter if Kyrie stays. They will be fine. They will be a top five team in the east regardless of what happens and guess what even without Kyrie they might be better because if they keep their draft picks and don't use them for AD you talk we already know that Jason Jalen uh Marcus Morris uh Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier that that that's a pretty that's a pretty solid lineup that's the Eastern Conference Finals team this guy didn't they go last year this guy that's last year that's last year Nah, That's, why, look, why can't look, they do look, it again? Look why at Toronto can't... because Toronto's way better. You got Kawhi, Danny Green, you got uh, Siakam, you got OG Ananobi. They just signed Patrick McCall. They still got Kyle Lowry. They got uh, a Valanciunas. Ken, that, come on. Without... Kawhi Leonard will be gone in a year after this. But season. we talking about this season. We talking about right now. I'm just saying there's Easter a lot Conference, of changes that gonna happen next. Eastern season. Conference. I, I, and so when I say Eastern Conference team, I'm just. Thinking like next Overall, year, and, yeah, their year. window, yes, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. They have the most flexibility out of any organization in the entire NBA. They have the largest window to compete. Nobody else can touch them, and that's why I'm saying it really doesn't matter about Kyrie. It don't matter about none of them players, as long as they can keep a core. They're gonna add more to that core. And that's why I'm saying that Kyrie is justified. Because here's the thing, Ken. You got to make a decision as to this is the reason why young players don't win. This is the reason right here why young players don't win. Because you are thinking your mentality is just different. There's no way to expedite the process. But your mentality is, bro, I'm going to be around 12, 15 years. And then on top of that, they've got a a great amount of not only postseason experience, early success, but early success too. So they think like this is normal. Yeah, I'm supposed to do. We supposed to make it to the Eastern Conference Final. We supposed and, and and as Richard Jefferson would tell you, because didn't he have early success in New Jersey mm-hmm. with Jay Kidd and Kenyon Martin? What happened all in other? Where did he even play? Where, think just think about that. Just think about that. Right, a career in context. Je- Jason Richardson and, and no Richard Jefferson, yeah, right? Richard, Richard Jefferson. Jefferson. I always get those two guys confused yeah. in their names. But Richard Jefferson was the second best player, right? Or you could say the third best player on a championship team. They competed for about two to three years. Mm-hmm. Where did he play after that? Phoenix. I don't know. I don't know where that. You see, 
that that is that right there is what's going to happen to a lot of these younger Boston Celtics. So Richard Jefferson was Jason Tatum back in the day. Yeah. Do do you know? Do you know this? No, he 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 was. He, he, L- yeah. hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Did you know? Fun fact. Hold you know what college? You know what college he played for? Arizona. You know who he played with? Uh, Agent Zero. Oh, Gilbert Arenas. Damn, he sure did. And you know who was drafted before Agent Zero? Who? Ba- Richard Jefferson, based off of his potential. And where did he go? He went top three to the Nets, right? Uh, I think they already had Kenyon. Then they brought in Jay Kidd. And then they were nice. Two two straight finals. Two straight finals. And then who the hell was Richard Jefferson? Who was? Didn't he get hurt? Either way, it don't matter. Doesn't matter. All I'm saying is there was a fall off until he got back onto a championship team. Yeah, even him getting hurt actually adds to what you're saying that, because these guys could get hurt. Exactly. So, so, so that's why I'm saying Kyrie is justified. These young kids need to understand where Kyrie is coming from, which they won't, right? Like you could always tell a young kid, hey, bro, don't do this. This is, this is mm-hmm. what's going to mess up. And they do it anyway, and you try to tell them I told you so, and it takes them five years to be like, damn, he was right. Well, they better hope they don't win the, uh, uh, the NBA title this year because they'll go to the White House and they'll get served McDonald's and Burger King and pizza. and Don't forget the candlelight. And candlelight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that that's the shutdown for you. Um, apparently, that, they ate it all up, too. I, I was going to say, oh, shit, it was there. It's, it's bad when the silverware costs more than the whole meal. <laughs> so... Trump said he was paying. He he, he dipped it to his pocket. <laughs> no one, yeah, taxpayers' pocket. Pay for, pay for the Burger King. <laughs> How embarrassing, man! He uh, has he has five star chefs, and you can't whip them up like a championship. He team. can't pay him. He can't pay him. There's a shutdown. They're not getting paid. They're not getting paid. And if you are, then if you are going to order out. Pizza? Like DC has the best DC has to offer is McDonald's, Burger King, and Pizza Hut. Apparently there was there was somebody that said and they framed it best. They said the president is ghetto. And that, that's how they summed up that whole thing. So um so that's it. And shout out to I finally yeah, watched that I'm video with uh That's what I'm talking about. That's the, what I'm talking about. Why he can't do that more. Why he can't do that more. That's what he need to do. I finally watched the video with Caitlin B. I think you tweeted it, the gymnast. Yeah, yeah, man. Because I, I, I saw it floating around on Twitter. I was like, I don't want to watch this. And then I actually watched it. I got a few minutes. Man, she killed that shit. Mm-hmm. Man, she did. did you see it? Nah, I see it. Man, bro, you got to watch it, man. Man, I'll watch she, it. Because I, watch I, I, watch uh, I watched that one, and then I watched the one from uh, BYU. So it was UCLA and BYU. So it was like she was, I think she was black or whatever. And that's why I didn't want to watch it first because she was like, I was like, oh, I want to watch this white gymnast. But she was, she had bounce. Like, it was crazy. And then you watch the white one. It's just, it's. Night and day. Night and day. Night and I'm day. I'm going to check it out. So, shout out to her, man. She did a thing, man. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, if they did that more, um, I, I would definitely be more inclined to watch. But I don't know if many of the gymnasts out there would have her talent. I think they'll be able to do what she can do because that's what they train to do. But I don't think they'll be able to do it with the flair and style and ick factor that she had. Mm. So that was that was really, really dope. So um, I'm glad it popped back up on my timeline. So that was dope. Um, yeah, so much going on, man. Uh, I'm sure we'll dive heavy into the NBA um, as as the playoffs uh, begin to wind down uh, starting after next year. 
So, um, so anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.